P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it right! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Puppy. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy. Uh, it's okay, babe. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey, all fans, welcome to the very first edition of PSI Still Love Hoffman. Our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I... I'm, not, I'm, saying, I'm still Kyle Reinfried. I think so. I think so. A little <laughs> bit older, a little bit wiser. Was it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to talk great movies. And Kyle, today we're in your home. We're in your living room, because this is a new thing we're doing. What? Was I? Oh, I... I was for the end in this apartment, yeah, because it was just last, I had just moved here, and we just finished. Yeah, I think... I, I don't think know if we so. ever recorded an episode. I don't, I don't think know. we ever recorded an episode here. Yeah. Regardless, we are in your place. Jersey City. And yes, in Jersey City, New Jersey. And this is our, I don't know if it's a new show, but it's it's a new What's take a, on the Philip Seymour Hoffman journey, if you will. A reiteration. Not that we invented this. On our network, there's the Cage Club. Uh, no, this is an original idea that we came up with. <laughs> no, you but... don't think anyone. <laughs> Joey Lewandowski and Mike Manzi do this for the Nicolas Cage movies, and we always thought this was a good idea to keep the Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, legacy alive. I mean... That's what the original podcast was about, and that's... I mean, we... You know, and that, that'll that live on forever, because, you know, it's digital, it's out there, but... We, well, we, we missed having a podcast together and then we missed talking about the big guy. And so this is just a great new way of continuing that. And since this is our first episode, I just want to go over the rules in case, you know, you guys aren't familiar with the rewatch setup, I suppose. So we're actually going to be, well, we are sitting on your couch, Kyle. Yes. And we're going to be watching whatever film is selected by you, the Hoff fans out there. Oh, first of all, we didn't say this. Happy New Year. It's January 1st when this episode drops. Not when we're recording. (laughs) Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. (laughs) Welcome to 2019. 2018 was pretty good. uh, 2018 was good. I said 2018. You said 2019 twice. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Well, that's how far in the future we are. (laughs) We're in the future. What's the future like, guys? Well, you'll know. You'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 2018 was a great year. We wrapped up P.S. I Love Hoffman. And we both started new podcasts. We did. We did. And we'll definitely get into those. But I want to go over the rules for this podcast just so you can get ready or perhaps pause and then get what you need to get to participate today. So we're on your couch today and we're literally going to be it's from Bob's. From Bob's. Yes. One okay. of our sponsors, not joking. <laughs> Just like the New York Giants. Bob's. <laughs> so what we'll be doing, we'll be watching the movie that you, Hoff fans, selected. Yes. And yeah. the winner this month, well, last month's voting for this month, yes. was Boogie Nights. And we'll talk all about Boogie Nights. And it's an, gonna, I got uh, some Boogie Nights questions. Oh, it's an appropriate start. first movie. Very fair. Very fair. Because you've always wanted to watch porn with me. 
Yeah. On this couch. No, I'm just <laughs> Always wanted to, like we haven't. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's totally not true. As you heard, I just, I just, that's, that's not true. Take it as you will. Take it as it being not true. <laughs> anyway, anyway. No, um, so the rules are, I, I guess you don't have to do this, but to enjoy it most, get a DVD of Boogie Nights, get or rent it, make sure it's, are there multiple cuts of Boogie Nights? Uh, no, no, Pete, no, Pete, no, Pete, no, Pete, multiple, just multiple lengths, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, no, P.T. Anderson, he's, he's a guy that, you know, ex- oh, I'm sorry, except for Hard Eight, because that was studio interference, I believe the rest of his films, he's, you know, one of those directors, he's like, no, the theatrical cut is the director's cut. Okay, so, okay, yeah. so watch pretty much any copy of Boogie Nights. Yeah. And when we count down, three, two, one, play, or, or something along those lines, you press play at the same time as us, and this is going to act like a little audio commentary, but we want it to more feel like you're watching the Hoffman film yeah. with us. you could be sitting right in between us on this lovely... Bob's leather recliner couch. Ooh, it reclines. I yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> the, the ends, not the middle. So if you're sitting in the middle, I apologize. Sorry, you can't recline. I'll get you my, don't have the reclining feature. I'll get my poof from Morocco. I don't know why I said Morocco like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies to our Moroccan fans out yes. there. You're oh. rocking in Morocco. <laughs> sorry. So you alluded to this, Kyle. Before we get into Boogie Nights, I was going to ask, what have you been up to, even though I know? Do you? Maybe I don't know, no. Well, I'm not in the know, because it's not my show, but t- tell uh, the Hoff fans out there, maybe who haven't tuned into your new show, and I'll talk about mine as well, what what you're up to on the Cage Club podcast. Well, God damn it, Hoff fans, why aren't you tuning in? And if you are, thank you. But <laughs> if you anyway. are, thank you. It sounds so sincere. Uh, I created, post your creation, I was, I was very, you know, we were talking throughout uh PS I love Hoffman and we're just we're just men that we 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 think ideas often and we sh- and we share future and, you know, that's the, the a, brain works yeah the brain works the, 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 exactly the wheels are moving indeed there's just like a little steam engine little pickaxe going but we we have a bunch of ideas for plenty of podcasts but once PS I love Hoffman was coming towards an end Brian said that he was going to do his uh own project and I was like yeah that's that's Fine by me, you know, like, we'll get back together for something. Well, and and here it is. I had said that. I think you first suggested you wanted to do your own project. You just didn't know what it was. Oh, okay. Well, and then, and then there we go. Well, so, we, we knew we wanted to move on to solo projects after because yes. we, we're like the Beatles, kind of. But yeah. we got back together, actually. So. Yeah, we're like, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when we're more like Queen, if you do, unlike the Queen movie that makes it think, make you think that, like, Freddie Mercury was, you know, Egomaniacal and wanted to do something. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it took me a little bit longer to come up with a with an idea for a solo podcast. I was really jumping around, but then I went like, okay, what what do, what do I love? And I love food, and I clearly love movies. So, foodie films—that's where it came from, and it's been a blast. There's been. Uh, well, since this is January 1st, I don't know how many episodes, maybe like there's been 22 episodes, I'll maybe, I'll say by now. Um, and, oh, actually, wait, this is, this is coming out on a Wednesday, right? It's January oh, Tuesday. 1st and Wednesday. Ooh. Is today a Wednesday? No, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> so it's a Tuesday. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. So then tune in tomorrow for a new foodie films that comes out every Wednesday. Um, 
And yeah, I've just been having a blast. I've had Brian on twice. Gonna have him on again, I think pretty soon for, I'm doing kind of like a, it's called the My Dinner series and we're, uh, doing all different dinner themed movies. Uh, and yeah, it's just been, been fun and I, I wanna, there'll be some new stuff on the horizon of foodie films. I wanna do some video work and, uh, more to announce in hopefully by the next episode. So in the February episode. And if you're logged onto this app or whatever device you're on, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, you could find foodie films there as long... Yeah, I'm thinking of doing And wherever you found this podcast, P.S. I Love Hoffman, P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, you'll find foodie films. Yeah, Google Play, Stitcher, all that good stuff. iTunes, iTunes of course. And you could find my show as well, High School Slumber Party, which, again, is, is just a very, very, very fun time. We talk about films that take place in high school. Mm-hmm. We have a, we have fun with other stuff. Most people have been to high school, so are used to the high school experience. I bring a lot of friends I had in high school. I bring a lot of guests high school. And, you know, there are the John Hughes films. There are the typical high school films. But there, there are other films that are more serious high school films. Yeah, like Tammy and the T-Rex. Like Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Tammy and the T-Rex, I highly recommend you watch that disaster. <laughs> it's a prequel to Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think it came out after, but fine. <laughs> it should be. It should be. Oh my god, what a disaster. That movie's on YouTube. This movie, though, Boogie Nights, Blu-ray. We're watching it on Blu-ray. Thank you, uh, Wesley Vina. That was a birthday gift a while oh, ago. Oh wow, Wesley Vina was on High School Slumber Party. Yes, he was. You should bring him on Foodie Films. I should. I know. Well, he's, yeah, he's part Italian, so. <laughs> he's here. He's family. Yeah. <laughs> Um, before we talk about Boogie Nights, though, um, thank you, Hoff fans, for voting in Boogie Nights. Yes. At the end of this show, while the credits for Boogie Nights are rolling, we'll announce what two films will be voted on next week. We, d- we did five this time for voting because it was the first one. Yeah. We're going to narrow it down to two to make it easier for you. Kind of like a... It's going to feel like a, a playoff duel. game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a duel. And next, next uh, month, February... It's going to have a little bit of a romantic feel. Oh. We're going to pick two uh, of more of Phil Zimmerhoffen's more romantic films, and whichever one wins, that's what we'll do for our Valentine's Day special. So when that one comes out on February 1st, yeah. maybe you'll cuddle next to your significant other on the, uh, on the 14th, put that blanket over you guys, and watch the film with us. Spend Valentine's Day with us. Yes. <laughs> but that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's next month. Yeah, yeah. This is, one could say this is a romantic film in a sense, Boogie Nights. It, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's certain side of romance. plenty of coitus. <laughs> How did you feel when Boogie Nights was selected? Were you happy? Did you feel? Yes. Motivated? I, um, I was very, in my, in my, uh, voting, I was very torn. I, I, I was, I was in between Almost Famous and Boogie Nights, and I ended up, uh, voting Boogie Nights, uh, just because since it is the first one and it's really, it's the film that Philip Seymour Hoffman really got his first, like, like a lot of recognition from. And, you know, from, I mean, we've, you know, said it on the episode that we did with Zach Bressler, but that was just really a, uh, 
a big moment just between audience, critics, fellow actors, his second collaboration with P.T. Anderson. And yeah, he just, it's, you know, started a slow move, but still just like bigger and better things to come after this movie. Absolutely. Um, I voted for Almost Famous. And not that I didn't want to see this, but I was torn just like you. And so is our uh, audience, our Hoff fans out there. There's only one by two votes. Wow. So, um, you know, but I am excited to talk about Boogie Nights. I'm glad you brought up the Zach Bressler episode, because if, if you guys tuned into this episode thinking or wanting more of an analysis, mm-hmm. definitely go into our archives on whatever app you're on or on cageclub.me, that's cageclub.me, and listen to that episode. If you want to listen to that first or after, Whatever you want to do, but definitely check that episode out. I thought it was a really good one. Yeah, that was that was. I mean, so long ago. I remember. I just like saw like the other day, like Facebook reminding me that like this time uh, last year we covered like before the devil knows you're dead. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) that's uh, what a romantic film that is. Um, (laughs) I know, and we'll talk about. it. I know Scotty J is one of your favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman characters, so. Oh, can't wait to dive into this. Scotty J. Oh, <laughs> Scotty J. All right, so we've taken up way too much of your time. I know you just want to watch Boogie Nights with us. Yes. So let's do it. Kyle, you can do well, the Well, at least honors. it's a short movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can do the honors of, of counting us down. Yes, I will uh, get... I've got the remote right here. We're looking at the New Line Cinema, the fully formed logo. In three, two, one, play... So, ooh, a Time Warner company. No longer exists. AT&T bought it. Oh. That was the whole controversy with the uh, Friends thing. That they wanted to put it on their new network. And that were taken off Netflix, and then Netflix paid $100,000. Hmm. I, did, I didn't... Oh. I wasn't... I wasn't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... For like a couple hours, they said Friends wasn't going to be on Netflix anymore. Oh, I see. I didn't catch any of that stuff. I just saw that, pe- you know, I saw that one article of just like things that should have gone on instead of Friends. Being anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great article. But I love the little, I love the circus music playing before the, here we go. And again, the first time I saw this movie, and I said this before, I was like, where the hell is the like boogie, nights, you know? Like that should have been right there, you know. Boogie nights. Yeah, and so whatever band that is, whatever group that is, found out that it was a movie about the porn industry, and so they said no. Still a good title, though. Still a great title. Yeah. Now this takes place in the San Fernando Valley. We just learned that, and what's interesting is like. A lot of my films on High School Slumber Party take place in the San Fernando Valley. Oh. Much different take than this. Yes. Uh, there <laughs> Thank we are. God. Uh, there's one of our p- favorite people Luis ever. Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. And then, uh, rest in peace. Rest Bert, in peace. Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. this film. And uh, Sarah Harding. <laughs> Frequent Philip Seymour Hoffman collaborator. Yes. Julianne Moore. Julianne the great Moore. Julianne Moore. <laughs> <laughs> You're better than that. <laughs> yeah. You can't mix Mexican and continental. Foodie films waiting. Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of great movies. This is uh, and this is do. a food. This is taking place in a club and there's drinks and so this could be a scene that I cover in the famous food scene segment uh or just any any of those but I love oh god the one shot which is obviously 
a big uh, cinematic tool in this film. I just love the introduction to a majority... Like, what characters aren't introduced in this scene? Like... John C. Riley, right here. Yeah, John C. Riley and Don Cheadle and... Uh, I feel I feel bad. I was, we were just even talking about her last night. She's in Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, last night we were talking about Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about James Earl Jones. Now, these, this is my favorite thing P.T. Anderson does. These, like, introduction, long take shots. Yes. I just, I Roller love the choreography. Uh, choreography, choreography, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Roller girl. Last week on High School Slumber Party, I did a rollerblading movie, Airborne. Oh. And I previously have done a roller skating movie, Whip It. Whip It. Not the, not the things that you do in parking lots, Whip It. The other. <laughs> I don't do those in parking lots. Why are you saying? Not you, like, <laughs> just you, the general you. The Queen's you. Universal you. Yeah. And it's, it works and so well. Like her skates on the shot works yeah. so well. And there's uh, there's Mikey Mock. So innocent. So innocent. Fresh off of Calvin Klein uh, or whatever at underwear as yeah. he does. What is funny is a lot of people criticize his performance in this film. Really? I've it's just that. so raw and, per- and oh, the eye locking between Jack and Eddie. Like, he, he sees he no, his star, yeah. 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 Well, I love it. Just even the stars are behind him. This is... It's just too... Oh, and then there's good old William H. Macy. <laughs> Poor Willie H. And you know what? And this is, this is one of the more... Fun, this is also the fun thing. I love the realm... Like, even though it's porn, I love the production talk in this movie. Like they really, no pun intended. They nail it. Yeah. films of all time. Yeah, you know, like a showbiz film. Yeah, I lo- um, oh god, why well, I'm, I'm gonna feel really bad. Uh, what's the famous musician that uh, not musician, magician that just died? Um, famous magician just died. Yeah. Um, oh god, what's his name? He's in this movie. Ricky J. Oh, he just died. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Rest, rest in, in peace. so rest in peace, Ricky J. Ricky J. plays the. DP in this movie, the director yeah. of photography for Jack's production team. <laughs> I didn't know he died. Wow. Yeah. He's in another Hoffman film, right? Well, he does the narration in the beginning of Magnolia. Ah, uh, okay. But I think he is in another Hoffman movie. Let me look that up. But yeah, rest in peace, Ricky J. Um, so I, I love the like the lingo talk between him and Jack when it comes to the, <laughs> the lenses and everything. I wish I knew more of the Los Angeles geography. Me, me as well. I know we were both fans of uh, geography and, and accurate depictions of geography in films. Like, even we got mad at, like, Christopher Nolan's Batmans with the city, like... Well, yeah, I know it's Gotham City, but there's, like, every movie, Gotham City is completely different. Completely different. And then, like, you, like all of a sudden, Dark Knight Rises, he decides to use iconic New York shots. I- Iconic, yeah, absolutely. It's and it's ridiculous. Like I know the good people of Pittsburgh and Chicago were probably like, "Oh my God, that's uh, Clancy Field." Uh, <laughs> Clancy Field, <laughs> but like, uh, like, but it's New York. Like it's like everyone knows the Empire State Building. Um, but yeah, Ricky J. What else? What else was he? 
Magnolia, Boogie Nights. Um, I know he was in Deadwood, so he won't be back in Deadwood, the movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was, he was like, the... Uh, he was in Deadwood? Yeah. He was in Mystery Men, one of our favorite films. I know he was in Mystery Men. Another another he... William H. Macy movie. Oh, yeah, maybe they have a connection. Yeah. And then T- Tomorrow Never Dies, he was a bad guy. He was, like, a tech guy. Oh, he's in The Prestige. The Brothers Bloom, that's a good movie. So he's in some good movies, but I think that was... Yeah, there's only those two P.T. Anderson movies with... Uh, huh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, 17-year-old P.T. 17 years old. <laughs> I can't that. imagine being that young and then just getting into this this <laughs> seedy world. I don't know. I don't know, personally. I wasn't blessed with the talent of Marky Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a creepy line. I've got a feeling beneath those jeans, there's something, you know, something magical. Yeah, but, especially like, since he's seventeen. I never like took it. <laughs> but, but the way Burt Reynolds delivers it is just like he's great. Yeah, that's why I'm like I'm. I've always been upset that he wasn't too happy with this. I know, and like, ah, uh, just the the. I, I remember learning. That he and P.T. Anderson li- literally, like, almost got into, like, a fist fight. <sighs> like, it was heated. I can't even imagine. P.T. Anderson was young as hell when he did this. He's, like, 27. I wouldn't even... <laughs> I love you, P.T. Anderson, but, like, god damn it, you just, like, make me, like, infuriated that you have that much talent, that this is your sophomore film, <laughs> and... Like you make this at, uh, I, he, he definitely he was still in his twenties. He was either, maybe he was twenty nine. I don't know. Point being, he's younger than I am now. Not to compare and, Wes Anderson with P.T. Anderson because that's silly. Yes, Paul Thomas Anderson. But uh, Burt Reynolds is to P.T. Anderson is as Gene Hackman is to Wes Anderson. Oh, and both. Wait, no, that was his. That's that was his, his third. third film. Yeah, technically. Yeah. But in terms of like, oh, he really, I know Wes Anderson really, really wanted Gene Hackman for Royal Tenenbaums yeah. to be the lead. And then like, you never see him again because apparently they didn't get along. Gene Hackman. I can't set. do a Hackman, sorry. <laughs> Hackman Club. Or uh, P.S. I Love Hackman. Hackers. <laughs> but those are the fans. Yeah, the hackers. Hot fans, the hackers. <laughs> <laughs> and then Burt Reynolds is the same thing. And both these directors like carry along certain um, actors mm-hmm. like throughout their careers. Yeah. Not, you know, I think more Wes Anderson than P.T. Anderson. P.T. Anderson still yeah. has it, but yeah. like, you have, like, There Will Be Blood, and that doesn't have that many people. No. No. You know, from his other ones. And P.T. Anderson more willing to work with other people. Mm-hmm. Th- was it you who told me that he wanted to work with, uh, what's her name, like, really badly? Oh, oh, God, what's, she's, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. I was like, that's interesting. I don't know if that's coming to fruition, <laughs> but supposedly he really loved that, like, girls trip movie. I mean, you know, so P.T. Anderson's married to Maya Rudolph, so I think he's just, he, I mean, and he loves, I mean, he's, he's a big fan of comedy himself, but he's clearly surrounded and, like, ar- by funny people. Yeah, by funny people, and, I mean, you know, Maya Rudolph, you know, obviously being hilarious and an SNL alum, I'm sure they go and they have dinners with, you know, just, funny people often yeah. so I know he wants to I, well so think the, about it he did a movie with Adam Sandler 
Yeah, yeah. One um, we'll watch again here. I just love being the the previous scene um, with uh, her talking, uh, you know, with her son or whatever. That was just a great subplot. Um, here we go. Here's uh, oh god, what's her name? She's a real porn actress. Oh really? Yeah, Nina something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember us talking about it on our episode. Yeah, Zach was more familiar since Zach is, uh. A porn kind of series. <laughs> Zach is, uh. About, about, I think like 15 years older than us. So, he was just, you know. There wasn't as many porn, uh, you know, actors, I think, back then in the, in the world. <laughs> I don't know. Nina Hartley, I want to say, is her name, right? Nina Hart. I'm going to look that up right now. Then I'll have porn. If it's on my not, phone. then you just accused. Someone of being a porn star who wasn't. I just love her. Like, boy, talk, just William H. Macy being such a, a pushover. In <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I, I like seeing Wahlberg here. This is why I think he's good. He is such an innocent yeah, kid. Yeah, Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley, okay. Woo. He's such an innocent kid in these scenes. You know, look at his room. That's a kid's room. Yeah, Not like a child. No, but he has like the like Bruce Lee poster, a yeah. Corvette poster. I like cars. You know? I mean, yeah. So, oh, Jesus! That's like the Rolling. What's that Rolling Stones album with the the bulge oh, on the front? You're a big that's bulge a, guy. That, I am a big. Thank you. <laughs> like you, like you enjoy it. Oh, I thought you were a oh, Serpico. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm oh, crooked cops! That's Charlie Day doing Serpico. I was like, <laughs> oh, crooked cops. Serpico. I like that movie. I've only just like saw it once. Yeah. On Pacino Club. Doesn't he do some kung fu right here? Or yeah, which kung fu very popular in the era. Yeah, and we'll get into this later. But a lot of people are like, "Oh, this is such a '70s film," equally an '80s film. Yeah, half of it takes place in the '80s. But we are. But then to then be devil's advocate to us, like me, you saying that, me agreeing with you. We're, we've always been people that said like the decade truly doesn't begin until a couple of years like into fair. It. But we see. 80s culture yes. in this. Yeah. It's not just... They make it clear. Like, there's a you just, like that cut to the sausage? Yeah. That was very... That, oh, I feel I like Edgar mom. Wright stole that <laughs> transition from P.T. Anderson, which I'm sure, obviously, P.T. Anderson stole that from somebody. Of course. I mean, I'm not, he's I'm not, not the first person to, to think like, oh, but, penis, sausage. <laughs> oh, because he was looking at his dick and then there was sausage. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I love her. Wow, we're so bad with names when we're doing these rewatches, but... Like, that's, that's, I don't like yeah. her as, like, like, I don't like the character, obviously, but she's a great yeah. actor. I was, I binge-watched all of uh, West Wing recently, and she was in, like, at least a season of West Wing. Oh, really? Yeah, she played a lawyer that was helping defend the character of Leo. Gotcha. Um, and this dad, this dad is just like uh, William H. Macy's character. Let me just learn, I know that's, his name is Bill. Right, Bill? Little Bill. That's what mm. they call. Did he get the job at the nightclub to get into porn? No. Because why is he working at one so far when she said there was ones, ones closer to that? Whoa! You see that plate? Yeah. I got those plates in my cabinet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Boogie Nights edition. You probably subconsciously. No, they're Tommy's. Oh. Yeah, Tommy's my, my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Buck might be my favorite character in the film. Oh, he's just so good. Def- definitely top three in a film with a lot of great characters. So innocent too, you know, in terms of yeah. like he just wants to be successful. Yes. 
Yeah, he, yeah, he's in, you know, like, you can tell, like, he, I mean, he's, well, number one, he, I feel like he's the only person we see that has a day job but is also in porn. They all, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think, no, I think, I guess you're right, yeah. Like, you just see, like, he makes, like, he just, he wants to make money and become, you know, just, like, and not in a greedy way, but just have a, like, a stable income, and then he has the idea of opening up, you know, he wants to open up his own store, so. <laughs> I just love the bullshit technical talk. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love, so, what, this came out in 97, I want to say? Yeah. And so I, I love that, you know, there's, we've got, well, what is that? Is that an 8-track? Yeah. But, like, you see the record players in the background, people probably being like, fucking 8-tracks of record players. <laughs> well, now we're all collecting. What's this guy from? Again. The mustache guy? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Freaky deaky. That's so good. TK421 modification. You gotta have the TK421 modification. <laughs> I need to look up where this guy's from. I feel like that's an inside scoop thing. I feel like that, like, or the inside, I'm not inside scoop, inside joke kind of thing that, like, George Lucas with his, like, THX, like, 1138 <laughs> or whatever. Maybe. I feel like that was something that, P.T. Anderson, like, heard briefly in, like, film school or something. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm, I'm looking this up. Okay. Because I've seen this guy before. He was, like, a, a detective. Oh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. The, so even here, the boss recognizes how, like, he knows that he's in porn. And he's like, I thought you'd bring some nice pussy into here. <laughs> It's terrible. If you, like, I, I feel so bad for him. And so Rogue Girl is still in high school as well, so she's got to be the same age as uh, as Eddie. So is this a high school movie? Could I count this on high school slumber party? <laughs> well, then she gets like her GED at the end. So I don't know how I don't know how you work is work your like I um my my rules are like they either have to work in the movie either has to be clearly about food they either have to a main character has to work or drink to be clear yeah or drink uh a main character has to work in uh food or drink or uh it needs to take place like in an establishment like you know like coffee and cigarettes like like something like that or clerks too I, I have a more, like, I don't necessarily have rules. I have more of, like, what's the spirit of the film? Mm-hmm. Now, I've done film. Fuck this guy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. What a stupid haircut, too. I've done uh, films that there were they didn't set foot in high school, but they were clearly about high schoolers. Uh-huh. Like, whether it was in the summer or something, you know? Okay. I've done films that are almost exclusively in high school. I've done films that were... The, basically, the main characters have to be in high school or has to have the spirit of, of a high school film. Because I did the, that film, Eighth Grade, that came out. Yeah. She's technically in eighth grade, but it's about her process going into high school. Yeah. She does a high school orientation, you know, and has the same awkward spirit, if, if you will. Of course, yeah. But, I mean, this film, since it's, like, one character out of a huge ensemble. Yes. Like, and, just... like, yeah, there are plenty of films, like, Cheaper by the dozen, right? Like, it yeah, has like twelve characters. You could count that in anything, you know. 
And also, oh. this is a th- oh no, what two two hour thirty six minute movie? I think what it was. And oh, how many? How what percentage of about it is about like high school stuff or high schoolers? That was know? pretty much the only high school. Scene. Yeah, and the GED thing. Yeah. So yeah, no, I probably would not count this unless I was just like two hours thirty five minutes. If I was We're in it for the long haul, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I would count this That's is right. because Philip Zimmer Hoffman, who we love, and we can't wait to see. Everyone's blessed with something. I love that. Sorry, what were you saying about the big man? No, um, I, you know, I can't wait to see him. Oh, yeah. But that's the only way I would count this, just to get more Philip Seymour Hoffman high school films, because there's only one that I can think of. Two, two. My Boyfriend's Back and Scent of a Woman both clearly qualify. And you were considering Almost Famous. It's about... That really is Almost about- Famous would be... Of those three, the least of those three, but certainly the next. It's definitely one up. that is like that. He's the main character, and it does rev- like a subplot of the movie is how he's missing high school. Fair, fair. So I, I, I see I, her a lot in college, like the mom, because she's a college professor. Mm-hmm. So there's not too many high school scenes, but I would I would count that over Boogie Nights. I'll put it that way. Well, y- yes. No, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> All oh, what these a great shots. Yeah. I have, so I have both, like, the Boogie Night soundtrack is in, like, two parts. Like, one's, like, a red, like, volume one, volume two. And is it like, a vinyl, you're saying, you have? No, 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 oh. I just, I, like, I downloaded it. Remember I had, like, that birthday party, it was 70s themed? Oh, yeah. Um, and so I downloaded both. And, uh, <laughs> this movie is just so awkward with, uh, the, the woman, like, I, 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 and like, oh, oh, the, oh, the, the music, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, like, whenever, all of a sudden this will, like, play in my van, and, like, so, <laughs> someone will be in it. Like, I'll just be like, ah, it's, it's, it's from the Boogie Nights soundtrack. So, Roller Girl found out, to quote, uh, a, a scene from Blazing Saddles, it's two, it's two. Uh, <laughs> well, she was on a scouting mission from Jack. Yes. Do you remember me? <laughs> no, I don't remember you rolling in and taking me into the storage room and... Again, the innocence oh. of the dialogue is what I like the most. Yeah. Great caddy. Those are cool license plates. Is that... I wonder if... Probably different yeah. now in California. With the blue and yellow like that. Yeah, I guess they... Uh, I guess it was their old license plate. I always picture, like, the the California license plate with the white one with the script. Yeah. 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 California. That's um, our next podcast, License Plate Cast. License Plate Cast. Do you prefer the old New York or the current New York? Current ones? New York by far, because of the throwback to the original. Yeah, the yellow and black. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second, my, okay, that's my favorite. Well, it's yellow and, yeah, yellow, black, and blue. The, the one now, because it has blue at the top. Oh, okay. which, which, which I think marries the old tradition, oh, wow, we're actually doing a License Plate Cast, but marries the old traditional, <laughs> uh, Dutch colors. Yes. And it's it's a yellow-orange. It's supposed to be like an orange. Tinge. New Amsterdam. Yes, like the Amsterdam The colors. big oyster. <laughs> and then my second favorite New York license plate is the... Like, when we were young, it was just white and it had a red statue of liberty. Yeah, yeah. But, like, upstate people were like, that's, like, the most southern thing in New York to pick for the whole state. You yeah. Know? And then I don't like that in-between one. It was, like, two shades of blue and it had, like, Niagara Falls and... Well, I don't statue. remember that one. I'll show you. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) 
oh, I love, I mean, you gotta love Jack's passion. It's, uh, you know, I mean. He believes whatev- in it. Yeah, whatever, whatever, like, whatever you want to, this is just another genre of film. Absolutely. To him, you know. He wants the story. Oh, yeah. That was the in-between one. Yeah. Which I don't hate, but I I think it's like, I like other ones better. Sorry, I was showing Kyle the New York plates. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Joy juice, Jesus. He wants them to stick around in the seats. No pun intended by sticking around. Oh god. Um, it's, it's a movie about porn. I can say some uh, bad, uh. Now, now this is, maybe we talked about it in the podcast or privately. Uh, what a different generation in terms of porn that like you would go to a theater. Yeah. And like watch it with people. Like, I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm not judging, but like it just, that feels very, yeah, so what, I mean, like, God knows that people, uh, pleasure themselves in those theaters, but like, not everyone did, so it's just like, was there a whole, was it like a blue ball culture? Yeah, like, but like, <laughs> <what> <laughs> if, <laughs> first, like, this is gonna be gross, I'm sorry guys. Just imagine like the mess and the smell in there and just like. Worst job ever. Oh, one God. of the, one of the worst jobs ever. Absolutely. Clean up crew in a porn theater. <laughs> Forget the, you don't even need to do a popcorn trick. That's, and that's a, a shout out to Diner, recent food, uh, foodie film. Yeah, that was brought up, um, recently on a podcast. Uh, Manzi brought it up on one of my podcasts. Oh, it's because Manzi was the guest on Diner. Eric Roberts in that one? Or no? No, oh, you know Eric Roberts. You know, I'm Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke is in it. And Mickey Rourke, I've seen Diner, but Mickey Rourke is also in The Pope of Greenwich Village with Eric Roberts. Oh. And that those are like Mickey Rourke's, like yeah, Mickey Rourke just talking uh, really soft. And believe Mickey it or not, Rourke, does, yeah. that's the same Mickey Rourke that's an actor today. Yeah, he's he and very him and Mark Wahlberg have very similar like early on-screen innocence. <laughs> <laughs> Roller girl, we gonna fuck? It's just <sighs> and she oh she puts on. I've got a bad, bad The matter of factness about it all too is so interesting. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, they're not technically working right now. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what you call a beaver. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's a well, it's a sequel to a high school movie, but it's it's like a Jim's dad line from American Pie. Oh yeah, you He's like, it up. yeah, I love he says in Pelts American Reunion, yeah. he's like, yeah, I used to snag a few pulse back in my day. <laughs> that's such a great line. And I mean, you know, the, the, he's a comedy legend, so. By the way, Heather Graham is just movie. so good in this. It's, she's had a very interesting career, I think. Yeah, because she really, I mean, well, didn't she have some kind of movie recently that then she got? Like she, she also hot did, for like a lit, like a hot moment. Yeah, kind of stopped after, I mean, cause then it was even, well, I guess this is not too long after is this, the spy who shagged me. Yeah, she was, know. she was, very popular at that time. But by the time she was doing The Hangover, she wasn't even like, I don't think she was even like Bill. No, that was, I was like, whoa, is that Heather Graham? Yeah. Like I that was. because she's good. Yeah. I don't feel, okay, I don't want to say that because she might be enjoying her life and it might be her choice. No, but, but she, well, let me look, let me look it up. She was in, 
She did something recently. She had a spot, not that this was recent, but I remember she had like a, a guest spot on Arrested Development. Oh, really? Yeah. What, why am I She was like a, a, a teacher that George Michael had a crush on. Uh, and she was in, uh, had like one scene in that M. Sandler movie, Anger Management. Oh, really? But no, so she, because I saw an interview with her recently, in 2018, I think it was her directorial debut. It's this movie called oh. Half Magic that she awesome. also that she also uh, starred in. Uh, let me read the explore. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to talk. Yeah. Oh god, the raw. Emo- and this is why I think Mark Wahlberg is fantastic. This scene, it feels out of so most, real. sells it. Yeah, it feels so real. It feels like a mom and son fighting. I never would. I oh my god! The oh, and the dad just sitting. You fucking asshole! <laughs> you as a father broke it. No, shut up! <laughs> what a broken man, just sitting there, hearing it all. Not even in bed. Like he is sitting up. Don't. Like oh I, my like, god, you, I'm gonna cry right like, now. Like you know, when you're yeah, a kid, my like, heart is feeling constricted right now. Like you're so you know possessed with your things, and she just. I love. Ah. I know the Wahlbergs are like a close family. They've got their Wahlburgers and everything. <laughs> yeah. But it just, it just feels like he like drew from something, you know, as obviously most actors. Yeah, I mean, you do. can still be a close family and fight like that. I'm sure they're fighters. I'm sure the yeah. Wahlbergs are fighters. Oh, look at that outfit. I love the four pocket shirt. And we've talked about this a million times because we've seen this movie a million times. At the end of the day, this is a movie about family. Yes. Well, a lot of his movies are dysfunctional families. P.T. Anderson or, or Hoffman? Uh, P.T. Anderson. Yeah. Hoffman too, but... Yeah. Obviously directors have less movies. We're getting closer and closer, people. That's about, I feel like, five more minutes maybe until maybe a little bit longer. But now Eddie's getting to... We've now met... This is a great thing. We've met all these characters. Except Becky the one Barnett. we're here for, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would yeah. say him and then a character, an important character that's introduced later. Well, a couple. Yeah. Who are going to be introduced later. We have Hoffman. Yeah. We have uh, Tom Jane's character. Tom Jane's character. And then what's his name? Uh, not the without Colonel. my daughter? Oh, okay. No, the, yeah. <laughs> no, Alfred Molina's not a big character. <laughs> no, I know, yeah. Yeah, the current, yeah. Oh, the, the introduction, those are my two favorite introductions are Philip Seymour Hoffman's and the Colonel's. The, oh god, I told, I'm, I didn't totally forget about the Colonel, but I totally, like, wasn't thinking about that just because there's so much on my mind right now. Uh, this this is, is a great, yeah. yeah their buddy, is, like, their budding friendship. Yeah. Is one of the most beautiful things in the film as well. Mm-hmm. John C. Riley's just great. He still, like, has the same face. Yeah, he's he's always had like an older person's yeah, the face, same, like, even like a younger yeah. guy's body, and the same like crippled hair. <laughs> like, do you work out? He's like, <laughs> and, and he's very LA. Well, not very, very LA, LA, but he's a one upper. I hate yeah. one uppers. Like he's, <laughs> but not not in a jackass way. Well, I mean, in a in a actually in it, it is in a jackass. Yeah, it is, it's just yeah. that Mark Wahlberg is such a nice guy. Yeah, that, that it doesn't. Like, yeah. Push him back. He's like, wow. Yeah, know? he wants, I think, yeah. 
Oh, that's great! That really looked like a, not like a good margarita, by the way. That's why it's funny. <laughs> it's, a, it's a food scene. <laughs> Every week you're supposed to have a, a specialty drink for me, Colin. It should have been margaritas. Oh, yeah. Well, if we do it at my apartment, I'll prepare the... You're still moving Star Wars. Oh, about four times. Hands. Ham. He's using the uh, the Billy D. Williams yeah. pronunciation. Yeah, old buddy, old pal. <laughs> you don't even know my name. <laughs> you ready? I just love that you're even getting close. It's yeah, a bit like homoerotic in a way. Ah, <laughs> oh, just the whipping and the. Did you notice her camera says Rolleroid? That's amazing. Oh, here we go. Here's the Colonel. Rolleroid. Wow. And then, Kyle, you were going to say something, and I cut you off when that scene was going on. I don't even remember it. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, nice. Ah. Thank you, Johnny. Ugh. These guys are relics of their time, though, you know, in terms of... Yes. I hope. I hope, actually. Like, I hope Hollywood still isn't like this, but, you know... We're led to believe otherwise, which is unfortunate. So that actor is Robert Ridgely. He um, he was a friend of P.T. Anderson, P.T. Anderson's father, and unfortunately, uh, he passed away before the movie debuted. Oh, really? So, yeah, he didn't get to see it. That's interesting. Yeah. I love Becky calling out Bucky. Whoa, Becky, Bucky, whoa. <laughs> I love that guy in the background, his outfit. I love cabana gear. You know I do. Yeah. I love matching shorts and shirts. Tropical. Look, it's chocolate love. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle, you just mentioned this, but it's true. You are a big fan of cabana gear. Yeah, oh, Luis Guzman. I love the I love the confidence. Like he's you know not great. He's not horrible shape. But yeah, he's but back then shape. it was all about macho ness and masculine energy. Yeah. That, like a man. Look at that pompadour of a hair. He, he's great, and he wants to be in the movies. Like that's like yeah. his goal. He finally gets to become a bartender in those, <laughs> in those later movies. <laughs> Honey, Amber, please. <laughs> oh, the costumes in this movie are fantastic. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Like, what she's wearing. <laughs> what is this? Do you want to get some of that? <laughs> Excuse me. Like, I love... Like, he has the ability, even at this age, to find people with these perfect looks, if that makes sense, yeah. you know? Or this casting director, I should say. But and I'm sure just, he had large look at this, pulling off this shot. So they're going around, they've got the rig to go underwater, and just... It's beautiful, it's like... Spill the wine, take back girl! <laughs> this is uh, what Eric Burden... I mean, this, we, you know, we've kind of talked about the soundtrack a little bit with the not being able to get Boogie Nights or whatever, but... Oh, like... Spill the wine, just like being used perfectly in the scene. We're, we're big soundtrack guys. Yeah, you and I. Soundtracks are very important. Here's another one-upper moment, but then we just see that, like you know, 
Yeah. John C. Riley, you know, isn't. One uh, of your childhood dream jobs was to be the guy who matches, who picks the songs for the movies. Yeah. No, that was original, the college I went to, I was gonna, uh, oof. Oh, <laughs> not belly of back flop. <laughs> Gee, I love his, <laughs> I was like, oh, dingus. <laughs> That's such a Dr. Steve Brule face. I love it. I've got my Brule wine. We'll maybe have to have a bottle at my Christmas party. Or, oh, yeah, so, which already happened. How was the wine? <laughs> it was delicious, thank you. <laughs> Where what you oh, Don Cheadle's just so good because his insecurities, you know? His eyes. He's one of the best, like, I feel like, look, like, I'll, I'll just say eye actors. Like, he just does a lot with his eyes. Tom Hardy is also like that. Yeah. Very, a Maggie. I love. They don't even know what Amber's. You know. Yeah, real, really. The real in name this is. world, in this family they've built, those aren't their names. Yeah, and so it's again, it's Julianne Moore's characters, and they're kid, close kid with color. her. Yeah, maybe not Luis Guzman so much, but certainly Don Cheadle. He's just having a conversation. Even the company, he's ta- talking to her like you know, like talk to Jack for me. He's, yeah, he's comfortable. Fair. Yeah. Oh. So wasn't this house for sale? Yeah. I told you to buy it, but you're like, I'm not a millionaire. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Jerk. Yeah. What beer is that in the background? Is that bot? right? It doesn't look like I six can't pe- see, yeah. but I wish I knew. Oh, hey, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Hoff fans, let us know if you know what that, uh, what that, there was a six pack right in the back. There. So she was supposed to answer the phone and said she's doing Coke. Yeah. Well, what's on, this is, and she's looking at Marky Mark. Who couldn't right now? Who wouldn't? It's amazing, like, he's really young here, but, like, he... How old was he in real life? I don't know. Let me see. That's what, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. He, he was born young, in... Not, he was 20... Well, more like 20... If this came out in 97, they were shooting 25. Oh. oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's Nina Hartley again, and poor little Bill. Now, I, I hate to ask this, but was the sex real in this film? I don't think you can do that. No. I mean... <laughs> I, I mean, okay, at least in this situation, I, I don't think it's still, even though... <laughs> Those faces. Again, the people he finds in terms of yeah. faces. He just has to walk away. There's Kurt, yeah. So the late Ricky J, ladies and gentlemen. Is this the first time we saw him, or we saw him before? Oh, I think this is the first. Yeah, this is the first okay. time we saw. Him. What an introduction! Like so subtle. Yeah. yeah no. Anyway, listen. Yeah, I love it. They're talking shop. He just he just loves to talk shop. Yeah. While little Bill's wife is getting fucked and, and look, on asphalt, and there's just a, a tight basketball, circle, a basketball court, like yeah. a crappy one, and like the way it's framed too. Just yeah, I just even love like they. Maybe, I wonder if they're they never like show that they're near water. It almost looks like a path that like yeah. But again, this is us not knowing the California geography. Yeah. So any uh, California Hoff fans, let us. Uh, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't even like it doesn't is not even, yeah because they're around sex all the time and around so, sex like, all the time and they just know that's something she does you know yeah <laughs> well is his wife in porn we never like you know what I'm saying she I, I assume yeah 
<laughs> Little Bill. That's an ass in her contract. <laughs> I feel like that... Two scenarios. There was another take, and he and he flubbed it. Or th- this th- this was a take, and then he flubbed the line, and P.T. Anderson was like, fine. Yeah. Or there was another take, he flubbed it, and like, correct, and he's like, no, 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 that's even funny in the heat of the moment. That's like, usually like how it goes, what you're yeah. saying. Oh, fucking Johnny. I love <laughs> the colonel having such a Godfather-esque moment coming up. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. I think she's... <laughs> Jack. Not that there's as many people, but a movie that we both like and Mike Manzi loves, uh, The Nice Guys. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it reminds me of a similar kind of party that they go to, but like that night party. Yeah. Very like California 70s party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not laughing at like what's happening. It's no, like, no, no, no. Again, they're matter of factness with it. I'm sorry. It's more Johnny that has a Godfather moment of the slapping. Yeah. It's like it's borderline sick. How they're just so they have a plan for when that happens because it happens so often. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I need to come up with like a sound or a line every time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he gets no love or respect. Uh, and we talked about this in our episode that Hoffman chose his wardrobe carefully and he wanted everything the smallest size possible. Yeah. So that he could look awkward in his like. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. And do a score says he tight. Yep. <laughs> It's sexy thing, of course. The so- that's why I chose it to be the closing song of the uh, podcast. I think it's Hot Chocolate that sings that sexy thing. <laughs> you work it. <laughs> Excuse our silence, but it's in awe. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's so polite. Yeah, yeah, he's so polite. Yeah, I love he's it. so nice. Yeah. <laughs> he he doesn't like read any other like ulterior motives. We're talking about Mark Wahlberg. Yes. In terms of like he's just like, "Oh, this is a guy who wants to be my friend." He's a puppy dog. Yeah. He really is. We we've discussed this a lot recently on my podcast, The Golden Retriever School of Acting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is where it's born. Yeah. But, wait, and then just, again, the, I think this line might be the most matter-of-factness coming up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> may, I, may I see it? <laughs> please, please. His face. Yeah. Just the, uh, just they. I I was gonna say this before. They also again. uh, Eddie walks away. They linger on Uh, Scotty J. Eddie walks away. They linger on the Colonel. Yeah. 
it's just it's such nice. precise choices. Some people, like some filmmakers, and I'm not criticizing them, are like fast, 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 right? Like, yeah. get to the next thing. P.T. Anderson finds the beauty in Lee. I, I love lingering. even just seeing Roller Girl and Amber in the background. And now, what a cool kind of hot tub. It's like a... Like a, like a barrel. Yeah, a barrel. <laughs> Playing, playing. <laughs> <laughs> when do we see Scotty next? Mm, on set. Coming. Oh, wait, no, Scotty is in the background. I've never seen oh that before. God. I've never seen that before. Is he skimming he's, the pool? He's like, like skimming, sweeping the pool or vacuuming it. He might be vacuuming. I might, I uh, come from a family that... Uh, uh, of pool owners, of pool so owners. Say, yeah. and no, but like that we did that we did like my dad always oh, like did you the didn't work have like a, a cabana boy. No, that's why you wore the cabana gear. Yeah, maybe you your family's yeah. cabana boy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is great. Here we go. Here's here comes the, the birth of it. Yeah. Cut glass, razor sharp. The big sign. <laughs> it's such like a kid, like you know, yeah. explanation. Yeah, like the color. I drew a dinosaur yeah. that was red. Yeah. How much would you pay for that sign? Uh how big is it? How big do you want it to be? For like, uh, I don't want it to be too big. So let's say like a. a it's a, the one from the film. How big was that? It's however big you want it to be, but it's the one from the film. Saying like, okay. it's not just a reproduced one. Oh, okay. I, I see. I see. Um, I don't. Know, I still, I wouldn't really want to, like the the, <laughs> the the fact that it's from the film. I don't think unless it, like it was like maybe autograph or came. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, with a dinner with P.T. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fair. I love it again. Shop talk. The twenty thirty, some shadows. Here we go. There's some Scotty J. I just love. Like, how do you think Scotty fell into that world? I almost imagine like he and like Little Bill are like related somehow. Like, I don't know, he just feels like he should be like his nephew, like Little Bill's nephew, <laughs> right? <laughs> just it's, like it's either like that, a couple or of toeheads. He's a guy who was interested in cameras, interested in films. Back then, like I've heard that people used to just find people at like the camera store. Yeah, you know, there used to be even like a bulletin board of like, "Hey, you want to do this?" You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there wasn't as many people who knew it as yeah. well too. <laughs> Again, the matter of factness. I gotta wash my pussy. Are these? Are these? Uh, like, does he own a studio? You think? Or? I think it's. Yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah, I love the tank tops he wears. <laughs> Is that like the official name for what do you what do you call or t- yeah tank top? Like I wasn't sure if it falls into like a like is it, like is that like what the clothing is like what like you know called tank yeah for yeah, sure tank, yeah, for right. sure tank top. 
I don't know why it's called that, but we'll do a history of fashion podcast and figure it out. <laughs> yes. This is a movie about family and a movie about like vulnerability. Yeah. And just and, you know that Scotty J uh, and Gray Hoffman performance yeah. is just standing out there waiting thinking of the exact line he was gonna say to him. You look really sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Like this isn't off the cuff, this is he thinks and then he says. <laughs> really cool. Sorry people, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's oh, it's Jack's house. <laughs> oh, okay. Answered my question. Yeah, so he's got this is probably like in his garage or something. Oh know? basement, basement. Basement like yeah. Interesting. Wow, you watch this movie so many times you just don't like like really put that into yeah th- like yeah nice and that's just a, what a what a lack of a better a power move like the first movie he's going to be in is with Jack's like like actual like his love interest he, he's Amber. a top prospect yeah you know Again, I just look like look at the outfits. Look at the Jack's. I love his scarf. But just to compare this to sports, I guess it's like he knows Amber is his veteran. Yeah, his go-to. He yeah, knows, she, she could, knows what to like. Yeah, could guide him through the rookie. Yeah, he's yeah. got like the equipment, but yeah. Call me Dirk Diggler from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, no, no. From now on, I, lo- I love. It's just like because also then he knows like how to deal with people's. Egos for Egos. the most part, yeah. But Eddie also re- it came from like a a sincere kind of place. yeah. No, he, like he, he's just so upset with his past life. Like this is what he wants to be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, oh boy, that's I guess that's like the go-to thing of the day. Matter of factness. Yeah, it, it's just frankness. Do you think you could pull off that suit? No, I mean. I would love to wear it, but actually, yeah, I would rock that shit out. Of that <laughs> <laughs> I just hate his hair in this scene. Like they parted it down the middle, and so like because he's supposed to be more of a, like a professional businessman. Yeah, it's just funny. But, like, I love Bill's uh, fucking Mrs. Brady haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Florence Henderson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess you think that's a wig. On William H. Macy, no. you think he grew that out like that? Because that's his hair color, just yeah. or like extensions or something. Maybe some extensions. Because it would suck to go home like yeah. that for like. Did months. they just call it the clapboard? I guess not. Yeah, I thought it said the clipboard for a second, but that was just me being quickly seeing it on the bottom. We have subtitles on, by the way, people, so <laughs> you can have it low but still appreciate some of the something that's made fun of porn. Like the the most made fun of thing in porn, I think, besides the dialogue, is the mm-hmm. lighting. And I think they do a good job of like depicting that porn lighting. Yeah, well, they're just yeah, they're showing it really well on. Uh, actually, did, I don't know if I heard it properly before. I wonder if they're shooting on sixteen or thirty-five. Thirty-five is just that much more expensive. Hmm. But ooh, is that a French tickler in the background? <laughs> a, a, pen, a pen French tickler. <laughs> terrible. No. <laughs> Even the. The the film inside the film is about acting. Yeah. Like, oh, that's interesting. I love how the suit fits them. It's like way too baggy. Yeah. Yeah, they just have like 
go to. <laughs> like, he's not a good actor, obviously, at this point. <laughs> Ricky J. And I love that guy. I've... Yeah. That but, guy's wait, good stuff. Wait, but I love... He... And then you can see he started opening up the lens. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little Bill. I hope he's not called little... Oh, and oh, trembling... The trembling Scotty J. Yeah. Ugh. You can again see the insecurity in John C. Riley. Like he's impressed, but he's like also that's a one upper. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> like it's just like the power of Julianne Moore's acting, like just uh I mean you gotta give credit to actors where it's due, like that. Uh, you know, they're, so they're making a film inside of a film, and then the, you know, so it is the, you know, she, I mean, she's obviously very vulnerable right now, like, in front of a lot of actors, like a lot of intimate scenes, it's not like there's other actors around. Yeah. So she's naked in front of a lot of, naked with another naked actor, and then, then there's the crew making boogie nights. Yeah. So and, two, and two crews. And before all this, she has to give. Yeah, here we go. Here's yeah, just right into the lens. And before all of that, she has to give the yeah. There, there he goes. And he's widening it. And or maybe it was that was close. That was he was tightening it. Um, she has to say that line. That's a giant cock, and just like say it in a yeah. Like, but I think when you're so focused on your character, mm-hmm. it's not out of place. Like, we laugh because it's so matter-of-fact, but it's not out of place in the film, you know? No. No. <laughs> I didn't realize this scene lingers this long. I know lingering's been another one of the buzzwords today, but... Yeah, well, then that's the whole thing. The film stock runs out. And then, oh, yeah. And they're just like, oh, we could put... And then then he ends up... Uh... Don't spoil it. Imagine this is the first time some people have seen this movie and they're listening. <laughs> Why to are it. you doing it like yeah, that? Yeah, like yeah. Please just watch this on your own. <laughs> Changing out the film stock. Uh, Taking it as an opportunity to change the angle. <laughs> Like that's he's like but yeah, he's, he's like, like yeah. I mean, it's sweet in a way. Yeah, but we slowly see like a little bit of lost innocence from him throughout the film. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. is the epic return. Scotty speed on the film sets you've been on. Was it like this? Wow. Well. <laughs> uh, no, I've never. Been, well, obviously not a porn shoot, but um, this. I'd be uh, afraid they were like cold. It's California. It's ca- <laughs> They're not going to be cold, but. Ooh. It might be cold in the room. Sorry. Is, <laughs> is this supposed to be. The shot, and it's not the shot of the camera, this is just his shot. Yeah, this is, okay. yeah. This is Obviously, I know it's not the film, but. Yeah, that's how they, I don't know, do they, they must have, I think that they, they might cut back to, uh, to see the angle, but. 
that's just that's that's P. T. Anderson's love for film right there, showing yeah. the cameras, showing the lenses like that. That's almost the porn to P. T. Anderson. Yeah. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now what? I mean, you know, it's a. Uh, uh, I mean, we're, we're talking a lot of adult uh, language stuff. Yes. But wh- why? What do you? Th- why do you think her? Why Amber said to come inside her? <laughs> I don't know. What kind of? No, because it's a movie of and look at wonderful. Like, but he's not. I, the only thing I think of, she's like enjoying it a lot, and she's actually getting into it passionately, perhaps. Yeah, that's what, yeah, exactly. Kyle and Brian awkwardly talk through porn. <laughs> that's our next podcast. What do you think is going on here with the pornography? <laughs> like them shaking his hand. Stock footage. Stop. <laughs> this is where he earns his yeah. paycheck. Ah, youth. <laughs> A good boogie song. Oh, I have this picture in my uh, in my room. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. On the Rolleroid, which we learned. Yeah. Yes, Scotty. Are they lizard? <laughs> Another Italian. Italian. Like a cowboy boot. Yes. Oh, yeah. I have this on a (laughs) t-shirt. I have a lot of boogie night stuff. (laughs) I use this uh, on their Instagram back in December. (laughs) Oh, poor Scotty J. But it must have been, it must have been like not a film shot. It must have been just a picture because it was the Or an an outtake. Oh, yeah. True. Maybe he was just like, we're not going to have like a picture taken in each scene or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> the colonel. I love that the colonel even knows his... Oh, he's... Is he trying to set him up? I think, maybe. Well, I think Jamie Lynn was with him, but I think also the colonel wouldn't like be... He's not against sharing, yeah. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> In the seventies, like zodiacs were really, really popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like you could pull that shirt off. Uh I think I would I would I would if I was gonna get that shirt and like debut it somewhere, I would like to just like tighten up a little bit. <laughs> I love John C. Riley's like oh, look. magic. <laughs> <laughs> Evil forces. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people are known by their... Yeah. Well, not everybody, but people are, like, you know... Scotty J, I'm assuming his name is actually... Is the movement on the waterbed going to affect... Have you ever been on a waterbed? Um, can't say I have, actually. It seems like such an amazing idea. 
Yeah, in theory. In theory. You know? Like communism. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish pantalones. <laughs> Jack Horner is like the, uh, oh god, why am I blanking on his name right now? Help me out, creator of SNL. Oh, Lorne Michael? Yeah, he takes pride in, like, finding the unknown talent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, of course, yeah. It's a big deal. Which, I mean, I think most people are that, you know, are like that, you know. No, no, Reading Becky getting it on. This is great. Like, yeah. It just... The quadruple split screen. Yeah. You rarely see a quadruple split screen. Yeah. Unless it's like Wayne's World, and then he tells someone. Yeah. And then he tells <laughs> and here we go. Some disco. disco yeah. yeah. Ooh. Marky Mark showing off the dance moves. I really, really appreciate disco. And I, we might have talked about this on air before, but I know I would not have been into disco. At the time. I would have only been into disco if, like, I was trying to get with a woman that was into disco. But think, disco. like, you you weren't into, like, the EDM scene, you know? And and you didn't, like... That's very true. ...pander to that. So I think we... The only like, time... sucks. Yeah, the only time I pandered to that was when I went to that festival in, uh, in Budapest. Yeah, but that's, like, like a, when in, a when in Budapest. Yeah, moment. exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the buddy buddy knows. <laughs> like, you're not the buying best. tickets to, like, the yeah. local, like, Electric Daisy Carnival. Yeah, I love that. Like Mark Wahlberg is dressed like McLovin and Superbad right now. <laughs> McLovin's dressed like Mark Wahlberg. I'm just really happy that they allow roller skates in all these venues for Roller Girl. Yeah, you're a van guy. I am a van guy. Van cast. I wonder whose van that is. Jack's maybe. Who's driving? I want to take it in more and more. I want to see these unseen sky. I guess it's it looks like amber, actually. Oh really? Yeah. Look like pulled back orange hair with her Johnny Wad. (laughs) (laughs) I love their pitch. (laughs) Has John C. Riley, I feel like, you know, like both John C. Riley and Mark Wahlberg, uh, comedic. Collaborations with Will Ferrell, but the yeah, three but have of they them, been together? Yeah, you yeah. Say again, I don't know. Yeah, because they have good chemistry. Yeah, that is interesting. They have the Will Ferrell connection. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, other guys, and two the step, not not wait, Daddy's Dad, home. Daddy's home. Um, and then uh, obviously, even the Holmes movie. Yeah, Talladega Nights and the Step Brothers, and yeah. Jess Rock. <laughs> I love Jack's reaction. <laughs> Burrell's got some nice veneers. That's why he, Burrell's is not having fun. He said yeah. he didn't enjoy filming this film. Yeah. But he's such a good actor that it doesn't matter. Yeah. The second annual. wonder what the colonel did before porn. Huh. Bulbs. Yeah, the flash bulbs are so. Wow, even. So, yeah, Nina's at the table with little Bill. It's another. A different girl with the Colonel. 
<laughs> the awkwardness of Bucky. <laughs> wow, even... Uh, oh, Scotty! Scotty, Scotty went for the high ten. Yeah. Wow, we're seeing Scotty more than even the first time we saw this. I mean, the first time we talked about this. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? We're, we're watching this movie together. Exactly. So we're, we're, this is this the magic is... of P.S. I Still Love Hoffman. Yes. Would you buy one of those trophies? No. 30 bucks. No. <laughs> I never, I never truly, I never answered before on this. So, it doesn't have to be. Oh, the sign. It thing. doesn't have to be from the movie. I don't, okay, I'll, but. So, I'll, I'll do, I'll do a, like a, maybe like an 18 by, uh, like 36 of that. I, I would pay $200 for Fair. it. I like his ins- like his Rocky f- like uh, four speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kung fu, kick. the kung fu, and the bow, the multiple bows. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Oh, and here here we go. Here's the beginning. Marker, marker, Scotty J. Marker. Spells you off. When what's I feel bad. What's her name? Yeah, we're not being very informative. We're just we're being, we're being some informative. <laughs> some informative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. We gotta say Luis Guzman's in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. He, he makes. <laughs> Melora Walters. Uh, she, she has that bigger role in uh, Magnolia. Magnolia. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse St. Vincent. <laughs> oh, she was in Venom. In a oh, really? Yeah, I think as a homeless person. Sad. Wow. <laughs> what was you saying wow to? These, this dialogue is yeah. just... Was she the actress who said she wanted to work with him in the award show yes. previously? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Like, Reed almost has, like, a little bit of, like, a Native American thing going on. <laughs> like, a film by Jack Horner. And what they, they think they're doing the something worst that's hair. so good. It's the yeah. worst hair throughout the whole film. Love that Dirk Diggler the kick. <laughs> Someone posted that on our Facebook. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, he is, doesn't he have nunchucks at one point? Reed Rothschild is Chest Rockwell. It's a fake name to a fake name. Yeah, that, and that's what's great. Like, the, it shows the descent into further character and ego. You know? The yeah, id. Ego, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the running around. They actually went on Angels Live in my... What was that? My <laughs> town? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so Ricky J, DP, and editor. And that's what's cool. There's a very, like, mom-and-pop quality... Yeah. About, like, this kind of filmmaking. Look at Scotty's face. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so this is Dirk's place? Yeah. It's his housewarming party, right? Yeah. D-D. Ooh, the double D. Yeah. Uh, curtains. Double D dick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Good. Good. Ugh, what a horrible. It's terrible. It's... I want the little Bill one she does. That's the other yeah. thing I Because <laughs> there's the place, that they have it hanging up in the house. <laughs> that was a cool beanbag. It has a backrest, that beanbag. It's almost yeah. like a chair, like a, it's not just a bag, it's like a bean chair. Look <laughs> at TV. Cathode ray too. It's my dojo. It's all Asian. Yeah. Karate. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> There's awards. Ugh. The mirror on the ceiling. Ugh. Just like your bedroom. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Look at his shirt. It's like a peacock shirt. He's a peacock. He is. Uh, a, f- a line late in uh, the other guys. I'm a peacock, Captain. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> Favorite thing in the whole entire world. Dancing. Oh, a good Marvin Gaye song. Yeah. Do, this is a great do. song. Great song. Is it red or orange? Mm. I just thought it was red, but it looks orange on that shot. Yeah. It's it probably just the lighting. Uh, no, it might be. Yeah! You're a car guy. What kind of car is that? I thought that was a Corvette, but I don't what know. year? <laughs> what, what I'm not a car guy. guy. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the numb <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> uh, what, what is your favorite John C. Riley serious role? Is this a serious role? Not counting what we're watching right now. Uh, Be- Perfect Storm, no. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like, oh, he can do both. But really, I feel like he's now... I th- yes, he can do both, but he's certainly more known for comedy now. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's great in Gangs of New York. Oh, yeah, Gangs of New York. That's a good one. Um, let me see. Let me go to his IMDb. See, before he was so excited to win the awards. Now it's just, like, expected. And that's the fourth, so that's, yeah. mind you, we've had a two-year jump right there. Where we know so now, working, goodbye yeah. 70s, hello 80s. Ah, uh, this is a rough one. Ah, <sighs> yeah. I wanted to see the, the Sisters Brothers so bad. That's with Joaquin Phoenix that John C. Riley was just in, but oh, it was, yeah, like, I didn't it was see like it, yeah. in and out of theaters. I want to see that really bad, but um, this is the first time we've seen this guy. Yeah, this is a new guy. Not this isn't the one that was. Uh, well, she's a Pisces. I forget what that other guy was. Yeah. Um. He's more philosophical. Oh, he's really, again, it's like, it is like funny in a way, but remember we saw that movie Carnage? The Roman Polanski film? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's a funny story. Yeah. We could share that. 
Oh, the briefly. story go- going to? Oh, sure. <laughs> so we go see that. I think that was the Palisades Mall. Yeah, Palisades Mall. And, I love that film. Um, we walk in and there are two women in there already. Yeah. And they're drinking... Oh, wait. I have to quick say uh, the introduction of Philip Baker Hall. Yes, Philip Baker Hall. A, uh, you know, who c- came from collaboration on Hard Eight. I love the dynamic between him and the Colonel. Does he have and, he, and he's ready to move. Oh, Floyd Gondolini. Yeah. <laughs> Which comes from, it's, that's some homage to, talk about those people just look like dirty and real. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so we go into the theater and the girls had like a bottle of wine and they're oh. watching it. And the movie was just about to start and like, we clearly could have like sat next to them and like flirted and stuff like that, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I was dating. Yes, at the time, no, you were. Yeah, but you were a single man. I was a single man at the time. Yeah, and we were just like both way too like into them, like yeah. wanted to just see them no, because movie. it was totally. I don't want to say it was expected from them, but it was like, oh, there's only four people in this theater. Yeah, yeah, two exactly. Guys, two yeah, girls. Really, yeah, let's just chat. Yeah, and I think we even sat next to them, right? We sat. No, we were like behind or them. right behind them, and like it was just like. We were just more into the film than talking. <laughs> oh, wait, is... wait, 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 wait. Here's the look. And she finds... That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the... What's the what, What's the background image on Facebook called? Not your profile. Oh, it's yeah. The, I don't like, know. Landscape or whatever. Yeah, the, it, whatever the, the background called. image yeah, of your profile. That yeah. was mine for the longest time. <laughs> as, uh, was that Rick James, right? Yeah. It's like the Rick James style. Which, again... You're right. This all wouldn't like have just happened in 1980. It's more yeah. of an exaggeration. And we see Tom Jane. Yeah, the mustache, that porn stash. Ironically, not in porn. <laughs> Tom Jane. He's. He doesn't do any porn in the film. No. Hmm. He's a dance. See, that's yeah. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, dance yeah. that's nuts. what he is, yeah. Well, I love that there's a guy serving drinks in a tux. Because <laughs> that's the classy thing to do. Yeah. Like the love boat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, They look great together, though. They really you know? do, yeah. I'm pretty happy with it, you know? <laughs> I love just like when he yep uh, he takes it off right yeah <laughs> she pets it <laughs> they're both yeah for both being involved in a an adult industry they're just so innocent and. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny because, like, his, what's her name? His wife? Who's wife? Or his girlfriend or his partner, his former partner. B- Bucky's? Yeah. Oh, I, who's his Him former? and Becky were like... Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. I, I never got that. I thought they were, like, a thing, but, like, she's been trying to distance herself. Oh, I maybe yeah. I read in too much. I never because they show them that. talking, and then they subtly show him having conversations like this, and her having these Pisces, more intellectual oh. conversations. So okay, so yeah. if they're not romantically involved, yeah. they clearly were more like friends. We'll say, 
Yeah, I thought she drifted. it was just like a yeah blunt friendship. Like when she was just like you know the cowboy look is over. I thought that was just coming from. I thought head. it was maybe they were ending something, but I could be reading it too uh, too much. You know? Okay, yeah. Um, but regardless, they were like, I feel like they were at least companions of a sort. Yes, you know, yeah. Who have completely drifted apart at this point. Like they can't have conversations with each other anymore. Yeah. Like she wants this in the, her life, and he wants something completely else. Yeah. She. I mean, she ends up marrying uh, a guy that isn't in the industry. I think that there was another story for her character that, like, her husband ends up being like abusive and stuff. Oh, really? They cut it out. Yeah. Her. Um, boy. Yeah, don't the, co- the Coke. Tastes like. <laughs> like, she, again, she tries to be like a motherly figure, but. A satanic motherly figure. <laughs> No, because like, yeah, <laughs> like she's a, she's, Mom she's a, well, she's a, she's a corrupter. She's a, but she's not a bad person. It's like, well, she kind of is. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah, she, like, she's a she's a shit mom, and she tries to become a mom to like Dirk and Roller Girl, and yet like no motherly, true motherly responsibilities. So yeah. You shouldn't give your children cocaine and have sex with them. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say this. <laughs> I love his powder blue suit. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> Talk about great voice. Yeah. Is uh, I feel I feel bad not knowing this. Is Phil Baker Hall still alive? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because he's, I mean, he's up there. This is this is beautiful, you know, how he wants to shoot on film. Yeah. You know, he's not into the videotape. Thing. Yeah, fuck videotape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thir- uh, 1931, so he's... Wow. Wait, fuck. He's like... Old timer, huh? No, I'm doing really bad math right hey, now. old timer. <laughs> She's eighty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, he, he he's saying the future, especially of the industry. You know. Well, and that's okay. So, um, a little background again about um, PTA is that he is a real. And I know you know this stuff, but you know he's. A film conservation, like him, Tarantino, Scorsese, uh, Christopher Nolan, just as far as like active filmmakers right now that like. Who work on film. Who work on film that say like that, I mean, really started, cha- like, like say, if my f- movie's going to be shown in theaters, it sh- it will be shown on film projectors. And they also. Yeah, it's not even just like shot, is what you're saying. Like they just, it needs to be not the digital. Yeah. Version. People are becoming more conscious. There was even, uh, 
to, uh, you know, the C- Cage Club has a couple new podcasts coming out. Oh, yeah, big, big Scotty. Stuff yes. Here, so we'll revisit the film thing. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> news, right? Okay. He thinks of his lines, probably agonizes over them for years, you know? Scotty, I'm saying. Not yeah. years, but like hours. Uh, and just Uh-oh. like, look at Scotty, like, frustrated. Yeah. Because he, he's, like, finally got the attention. He's, I love his, like, racing jacket. Phil's are often so good. <laughs> like, he's agitated, but he's, like, trying not to show it. Oh, man. I, I, uh, this is his scene. This is his. Yeah. This is his moment. In the film. That's definitely red. Yeah. <laughs> the, the van is great. He too. must be making good money. No, it's it, the, well, that one I think it's more used and older. And you got a fresh paint of coat on it. Ah, uh, gotcha. Paint of coat. Coat of paint. There you go. Oh. Oh. <sighs> You look at me sometimes. Remember, it's been years since they met. Yeah, it's been like th- three years. Oh, it makes you want to cry. <laughs> and and I like his response, uh, Dirk's response too, like. Yeah, Dirk is still like a He's understanding. He's not like, oh, what the hell? (laughs) Oh, Scotty. He even invites him back inside. Like, you're still my friend. Let's just, you know. Wow. He just wants his, like, approval, love... <laughs> he's more confused. I don't think he like puts two and two together, but he's not like disgusted. You know, he's just more like, yeah, he's just like, she's just another thing almost. Yeah. Like, like why is he doing that? Uh, oh, uh, break our hearts, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like what a just thinking about. I mean, I know. <laughs> Let me just ask you this, if, and this is hard because we know, but let's say Phil Schneider Hoffman doesn't go on from there. You know, he's maybe in some films, but just, just never got like a, you know, big break. We just don't, you know, didn't win an Academy Award. Like, we just don't, you know, just small bit parts. Like, do you think you, you know, you still respond to that scene that, you know? Yeah, I think so. Way? I think so. I think so, too. Because um, I think even the first time seeing this, I didn't really know his name and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I responded to that scene. It's just one of the more, you know, because that's, that's his low point. Because from the 80s begins the low points. And so Scotty, I didn't really think about this, but that really kind of, Scotty kicks off those moments of everybody. Yeah. And then it's obviously the next one coming up is Little Bill's. Uh 
and then from there we have Bucky with the robbery and Jack and Roller Girl in the limo, uh, Amber with her child, Dirk, just that whole fucking situation. It's a perfect. Reed like, doesn't really have a low. No, Reed, but Reed's not like a deep character. No, and Reed, Reed just goes on. We see like you know at the end with the magic and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a dummy kind yeah. of Reed. You know, not like oh, there's a lot of quote unquote dumb characters in here, but Reed is like he doesn't have much to him, and it's not like because he's poorly written. Some people are just like that. We don't even have to see. We know what's going on in that room. Absolutely. And just, oh, just look at his, look, and look at, again, look at his outfit. And look at going through these hallways. Roller Girl, there's a picture on her roll of, or the, or it's coming out of that Polaroid that's going to be like one of the, the last know, photo ever taken of him. Of, yeah. Essentially. Not counting. Like, and then just them, like, those characters are going to see the look on his face, like, in the hallway. Yeah. Of just, like, what that was. Well, yeah, and then... Like, yeah, in terms of, like... Well, then the last look that people see is obviously him smiling right before, well... I just love this whole... Like, he even... So it's... He had a gun in there, but he has to put the bullets into it. Yeah, because, you know... You don't want to carry a loaded gun. No, I don't think you should carry like guns like that anyway. But you shouldn't carry a loaded gun around either. But clearly, some people do. No, so yes, just, we know. And it's, we don't need to get into the yeah. gun control debate here. But oh, ten, nine, eight. There's a it's countdown. Timing, yeah. I'm glad he didn't do it at one. You know? Yeah. Because he was... I like the idea that he wasn't even conscious of, like, the New Year's party. Like, this is just... Yeah. I don't like the idea that he killed people. Where's Jack people? Oh. 80s. 80s. Lost. Yeah. I mean, this is a bigger... But obviously, we were meant to see this even in a theater, so it would have been small. So we're just... Tiny, just like the... Yeah, 80s font. Look at the goosebumps. So now... So now the film is back. You were going to mention something about... Uh, these directors on film. The, the, like them as concert... Yeah, yeah, and then I cut you off because, uh, Hoffman was coming in. Yeah, well, no, I mean, so just, I, I mean, so it comes from a place of, you know, P.T. Anderson just wants to preserve film, and that's what, I mean, he's shot, every film of his has been shot on film. Scorsese started like he's mostly sh- he's only shot one or two things digitally I think the Hugo movie was digital because he did 3D yeah that, so it needed to be but um if I had more to say about that I, I, I forget but um I mean I, I get the appeal of either you know it's and it, yes it's great to shoot on film yeah. it must be awesome Oh, I think the one thing, it was because Jack was, it was Jack talking to the colonel or whatever. So it was just like, he, it's just PTA, like, putting himself into Jack's character. Yeah. Jack is an extension of, you know. But I'll say this on the other hand, it is very much kind of like, it's very first world in terms of, 
yeah, of course those directors can demand that their movies are on film because of like their level. But an up and coming person isn't probably not going to get that shot. Anymore. No, but they're, but I think that, but they are taking it. They are trying to do, it's not, they're not making it just about them. No, I get that. So, so they're just, they're just. Realistically, with film costs and stuff, it's very, very hard for like a young filmmaker to do his first film on sure. film. So this is Amber <laughs> made, Amber made a documentary yeah. on uh, Dirk, and this is where now he is full cocky level yeah, ego. No pun intended. <laughs> um, Wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> and this is, and so this is also the fir- first film that PTA ever made was a mockumentary about a character called Dirk Diggler. Oh. And the guy that played Dirk is the guy that Jack brings in to cut, like that, then Dirk gets pissed off about. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, wait, this is the best, this is the best. I love this is blocking. <laughs> I don't allow him to block his entities. Just in case someone doesn't know what blocking is, that just means where you're telling, the, where you have the actors like standing in the frame and everything. So it's just like that, a, a very, a large part of a director's, you know, artistic choice. No, when Napoleon, when he was king of the Roman Empire, <laughs> so much wrong about. Well, he did leave high school. He, both he and Roller Girl don't have degrees. Uh, Fair. I, I think I knew who Napoleon was in grade school, though. So. <laughs> yeah, like before, he was saying, like, "Oh, he makes the movie so that husbands learn how to please their wives." Yeah, come on. Jealousy will get you nowhere. He's just so like you just again you see it in his eyes. He he's sniffing his own shit, you know. He's sniffing a lot of things. <laughs> Fair. Karate. Oh karate. Karate. Yeah, they love uh, it's like karaoke. Karate. <laughs> <laughs> Man of lust. Amber trying to, you know. Break off, not break off from Jack, but no, you know, okay. just find her own little creative outlet. Yeah. Oh, I want to. Oh, but he's he's still so. I maybe he was coked up during this because there there he is again, like being sweet. no. Because at his essence, he's a good guy. Yeah. You know? Deep down, he's a good guy, especially in his relationship with her. And the people he cares about. True, true. But then when the ego in front, when the camera's rolling. Yeah, camera's like, rolling or around strangers. It's a space seats like the character, so. This is the colonel. Ah! So it goes, PSA, you know, Scotty J, Little Bill, the colonel. Do we see much of Scotty J for the rest of the film? Not like, no, not really a lot. Oh, look at the colonel just broken. Just like, um, like the color in his cheeks and his nose. Oh, 
that's oh god i mean you know you you're working in that world and well clear again i mean we saw that roller girl was still in high school eddie was still in high school like they were like 17 so they were underage i don't know like legality ages but clear he's saying there's a 15 year old but like that's just so uh something oh so again just that's the you were saying how that they had a plan you know they already they, yeah they, and Yeah. You know, no, but well, this is where Jack yeah. is trying to be a good friend. Yeah. But there's pictures, Jack. <sighs> ugh, ugh, fucking yeah. weakness. Yeah, that's, yeah. The act of a, you know, the last act of a desperate man. Oh, this is, this is, yeah, this is, yeah. I'm, I got... (laughs) What are you laughing at? No, just, I'm... Comedy in this? I'm just joking. It's... It's so sad on so many levels. I get it. You know, not no. I get what Jack does. Yes, you know, but just it's still like heartbreaking. Just being muted through that glass. Yeah. Oh God! And I just see this way. This is the, I love. Here's some PSH right now. Wait, what? That? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> God. And it was Scotty and some cake. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Reminds me of a long king Polly. Yeah. So is that Maurice's club, I guess, right? Yeah. Again, I love this. This is one of my favorite part of P.T. Anderson filmmaking in general. Like the panning through conversations. Because mm-hmm. it's, so, it's so real, you know? <laughs> Dick Dirk. This is yeah, the, this Dick is, Dirk. Yeah. yeah, so that... That's that the guy, real Dirk Diggler. Yeah, that's the... Uh, Original, OG yeah. Dirk Diggler. Johnny Doe. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like genuinely happy to meet him. Yeah. Got a nice Pekka. <laughs> is that is that why? 
Jack just trying to always keep things as smooth as possible. And that's and that's why he had to like break those ties with oh he's hanging out with Todd by now. <laughs> the one thing that I, I I don't want to say it's missing from the film, but that I'm surprised is that there doesn't seem to be someone before Dirk Diggler. You know how in like behind the candelabra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, because that's not how they're really portraying Jack. That's how yeah. they portrayed uh, Liberace. Liberace. Jack was someone. It is a family thing, and then Eddie like completed that family, and that's even. Then we see the family is restored. Like this is the breaking of the family. Then the family in the end is restored. Once everyone, <laughs> I love how he has the t shirt like the t shirt thing tied to. Yeah, it's like like a headband. Almost very uh, Josh Brolin from Goonies-esque. Uh, he's talking to Amber. So coked out. <laughs> and he can't get it up. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coke dick. And that... I don't have exp- much experience in this field. That's a real thing. I, I'm not just because you have experience in it. No, 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 but just, 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 <laughs> as, just, just as there's whiskey dick, which I've heard more about. Well, because I isn't cocaine a stimulant? Yeah, but like maybe the blood goes too much to go. It to losses. The pain. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Blood. Yeah, blood is lost. <laughs> and, uh, well, and I mean, it doesn't help lesson. that he's like a fucking human tripod. So <laughs> true, true. It takes a lot of. Blood and I say time. that because it's just more production talk. Uh, <laughs> Now, is there any... No, I can't. I was going to say, like... <laughs> it almost depicts it like he's... All the blood goes to his member, uh-huh. but he's not smart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's... Yeah, I mean... it's not That's not a real medical thing, but... <laughs> oh, roller girl, just rolling around everywhere. I yeah. love it. And this, is, uh, this is Scotty's face in this scene. This is this is the scene that you know we always have the the image for every episode, and we use this image. Yeah, um, okay. and I put because it's Scotty's. I put the boogie nights over, uh, uh over Marky Mark's face. <laughs> shut, shut up, okay? <laughs> Not even an actor, like I don't like he is. Yeah. So I don't know if this is still supposed to be 1980, 81, maybe even yeah. 82. Look at, look at Scotty. Oh. He's just so heartbroken. Like, he's already heartbroken. Yeah. But... Oh, wow. don't. Don't wake daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Great game. <laughs> state, state of California? <laughs> Yeah, but he, I would blame, like, Amber also for getting him into it. Yeah. Yes, I Oh! Well, you don't hate your actors, so we don't condone that, but... Well, to quote Alfred Hitchcock, I didn't call my actors cattle, I just said that they should be treated like them. <laughs> Look at Scotty. Oh my god. 
Like, I imagine, like, so, okay, so this is the, how old did you say Jack is, I mean, supposed to be late 50s, early 60s, early 60s. 60s, I'd say. Like, I mean, pr- I mean, pr- for the most part, Burt Reynolds, like, age, yeah. like, it's not like, oh, well, yeah, this is the, this is the, image. Uh, yeah. I, I love her sunglasses, sorry. I look great in women's sunglasses, by the way. Look, oh, poor Scott, he's like, almost like crying under this. I think this is something that, not this particular thing, but something that everyone goes through if they find any bit of success. You don't know if that success is because of the person who gave it to you. Yeah. Or because of you and you're making them successful. Almost like a Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Yeah. And I think, which is even a debate you could have today about Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Yeah. who's... Who's... Bill Belichick is a better coach than Tom Brady is a quarterback. That's my... But Tom Brady is considered the greatest quarterback ever, but would he be without Bill Belichick? And would Bill, Bill Belichick, Belichick be always finds these fucking weapons for him to have? I mean, we could have that argument. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. You know, but like the point is, there's that, like, if Tom Brady mid-career would have gone to like the You got the touch! <laughs> you got the power! Okay, so we can kind of, if, I, I'm not, I'm not thinking that they're trying to be incredibly accurate with, like, the years. Because, like we said, like, yeah. there was the Rick James at the 80s party, and, you know, like, I think they're just portraying the 80s in general. Um, but Transformers... When's the... <laughs> 1986 is Transformers the movie, which this was a big song in that. Okay. But is is this that same song in this universe, or did he just use it? I mean, I don't know if they're like, oh, I'm going to sing the song from the Transformers anime. But no, 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 <laughs> I don't mean like that. I'm saying like, it's, Let's it's even supposed that... to be a cover. I, well, that's the whole thing. Like, I know Zach thought for the longest time that that was like an original song for this movie, and I'm just like, I know. So in no, our real world... Heard that song. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying in their world, did they invent it, I guess. I, maybe because they're inventing this song. So I guess it's supposed to be portrayed that way. <laughs> I love, I love just so the, the idea. So the song of, was released in 1986. Gotcha. The, yeah. I love the idea of what they think, like, they, what they want their music career to be. Yeah. You know? Like, it's all about, like, fire and, like, <laughs> pumping you up and yeah. cool and his, like, yeah, red well, pants. Yeah, exactly. It's just I mean, that. Continue, I mean, it's almost then to think of again the John C. Riley and Will Ferrell and Talladega Nights. Like, the, <laughs> you know, what what is it? El Diablo. And yeah, or like Shake and Bake, or like even, and even just like the Magic Man. Yeah, it was well, that's El, funny. El, he's the Magic Man in that. Oh wow, I wonder if he's really this. into. Magic <laughs> but I, El Diablo, was, I think it means like fighting chicken. <laughs> Feel me. This is a pr- prelude to the underrated movie Rockstar. <laughs> that was on, like, how did this get made? And I'm like... Yeah. No, like... Yeah, it doesn't... They were saying things about that movie. I'm like, you guys are just picking on it now. Yeah. Lock and low, Jack. I love his voice, He almost yeah. looked like Timothy Oliphant there. <laughs> And this is, yeah. I want you, mom, you'd be my mom. Oh, yeah. Heather Graham is just so beautiful, even coked up. Piercing blue eyes. Just a. 
You're a, you're a Heather Graham guy. An Aryan wet dream. <laughs> Is it your Aryan? No, not, no. <laughs> no <laughs> I want to be clear, okay? Yeah, no, not, yeah. But just like, you can do anything. Ah, uh, poor Bucky trying to get the loan. Oh, but I love how they're dressed here. Yeah. So professional. And again, I think they look <laughs> great together. What? Just because it's, I'm bringing it up because it's one of our favorite, like, comedies. He's the guy that's doing the loan out. Oh, look at the fit. That's the 80s right there. Fucking. The, the 80s aesthetic fake, of women. Fake that's tits, what you're talking yeah. About. Yeah, just like a lot of the makeup. Yeah, and, just like those. I shouldn't say the 80s aesthetic of women. That's terrible. Of porn. Of women yeah. in porn. Yeah, shooting on VHS. Just. Ugh. Ugh. I, like. I don't want to sound like I'm judging. I don't. Like, this quality of porn kind of makes me nauseous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I appreciate some story. Like, I like the person coming But, like, over. that VHS... Like, Scotty's, like, always cleaning. Yeah. He just wants some way to hang out at Dirk's. Because yeah, he's still, like... And that's what I think is awesome about Dirk, or more like the Eddie inside Dirk, is that he still... He never rejected Scotty, you know? Yeah. Even Reed is until Coke then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll say it because we're turning around to him again. What's he <laughs> Party on? on Wayne and Party oh, on Garth. <laughs> <laughs> briefly the announcer. Just briefly the announcer. Well, yeah. Party time. <laughs> Excellent. I just think you're party on Wayne. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby, my baby that I fucked. Oh God! Feels so bad. Like I just feel bad. Mm. Oh, <laughs> do you consider? I mean, this is probably going to be an obvious question, but do you consider? We know they have a family. We know it's like a family atmosphere. Yeah. Is it a dysfunctional family? You think it's a healthy family? Oh, dysfunctional to the max. Okay. They're just an, they're like an island of misfit toys. But sometimes but people also like, like that can come together and build something like nice relationships, you know? Robert Downey. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, that, this is, uh, because, um, uh, what's, uh, why am I forgetting, what's the political satire? Robert Downey movie, Putnam, um, uh, help people scream, scream when you're listening to this right now. Um, I know Zach me- mentioned it, but so this is the guy they're talking to is Robert Downey Jr.'s father, Robert Downey Sr. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> what is, wait, what does he say? He says the catch 22, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yep. yep. Um, Putney Swope. That is a huge influence on um, P.T. Anderson. For P.T. Anderson. Mm. And so it was a really big deal 
for him, like, and that's also Robert Downey Jr. was almost uh, the lead in Inherent Vice, not Joaquin Phoenix. Which Joaquin Phoenix does a great job. So yes, not, I mean, I think Robert Downey Jr. could have done it too, but a different. It would have been a different film. Yeah, you don't get it, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty. Scotty, yeah. He's so not Catch 22. Yeah. The panic in Scotty. Oh. Vulnerability. Scotty's just so vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's super 80s. Yeah. Assistant. Uh, was the, was the line in the wedding singer? You like flock of seagulls? No, but I'm sure to, can't tell you are. Yeah, it? <laughs> but I know you do. So. Yeah, well, you do. Uh, I'll put it this way: Is there a character you root for more? Him or Scotty? Yeah. No, but like Bucky or Scotty? Yeah, I would say I root for Bucky more than Scotty because. Scotty's really like a follower, and he's not like Bucky has dreams. I well, yeah, well, they're more of like goal. They're more more goals. What's that? I feel a little worse for Scotty at certain points, but but Bucky, like again, oh, it's I mean, Scotty is just like most of his things is like like sexually like lust like like love driven versus like Bucky is just like trying to be well rounded. Yeah, but Scotty shouldn't have tried to kiss Dirk there. You know, like, he shouldn't have. He went out on a limb. Huh? He went out on a limb. Not, not cool. Ugh, oh. depressing. It's a bank. Banks just want mo- That's just, you're not being fair. So human. How do they know he's in pornography? I guess they found out. I would just go to another bank. But... Yeah, you can't tell me every bank. Yeah, and don't we? This is where we see that she, or is she pregnant yet? I don't know. Look at all of that. Look at all those tapes. Ugh. I love. I think it's. It's Ricky J's response here. It's like, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, Ricky J. That's sad. Rest in peace. And obviously, Bert as well. I think we get one more role from Bert. He was in uh, Tarantino's next film coming out. About the summer. Oh, really? About the summer 69. Yeah, he plays the guy that owns the ranch that the Manson family was on. Oh, okay. Now, what's the next P.T. Anderson movie? Do we know? Um, he w- was doing... Well, let me look up. P.T. Anderson. Or do I have to put Paul Paul Thomas, I guess? Paul... Thomas. Thomas. Thomas Anderson. I feel bad for her, but, like, now, watching this with you now, I, I, like, she, you're right, she's not a great... Yeah, like, like, it seems like, actually, her husband is trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Her ex, I should, yeah. 
her, her so this ex, now is 1983. The so they 100% did not care about the uh, the song You Got the Touch as far as yeah. uh, being accurate because it's three years later. No, so again, touch. let's assume they wrote With it. With a picture of Reagan as president now. I'm sure she failed a drug test too. Do they say that? Mm. Did they do drug tests back then? I don't know. Well, this guy kind of does look slimy. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, it was obviously. No, he has nothing lined up right now. I know he was shooting. He was even like pulling. Hopefully, it's not going to be a Coppola Sofia Coppola situation. But he was like writing even a movie with his like kid daughter. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean it was Phantom Thread, and the only. Yeah, nothing. He's also just been doing a lot of stuff with that uh, band Haim. Oh, really? That was like trio sisters. Very, very L.A. things to be doing. Yes. Because he is, I mean, he's someone that does a lot of music videos. Still. Not, well, not a lot, but no, it's a coveted... He like, will do one. He's he, not yeah, he's not. I shouldn't that, yeah. yeah. My neighbors, if you heard that, upstairs. <laughs> uh... House of prostitution. So is it prostitution? It's a. I mean, yeah, it's prostitution on 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 camera, right? I don't know because like prostitution because one person getting paid. Porn is. Yeah, you're not paying for the services. It's like acting, but it's still probably not a good place to bring kids in. No, a house of porn and drugs. (laughs) I mean, sorry for being on my high horse here. Maybe people are going to be like more realistic, Brian. But that might be a little much. I'm sorry. I think I said before also that um, – I think I said political satire. I mean political satire. It's a satire of the advertising world. Ah, uh, okay. It's, uh, definitely check out Putney Swope. It's, di- it's directed by and written by gotcha. Robert Downey Jr. Kind of interesting. I wonder if Robert Downey Jr. has any aspirations as a filmmaker hmm. post post Iron Man, since most likely he'll be retiring soon from that role. He seems like he likes his personal life, you know. Well, he's kind of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of had like a reborn again moment with once he got in with his new wife, and he has a very young child with her. Yeah, it seems like he enjoys that. Yeah, he's like, yeah he's enjoying his personal yeah. life now. Uh, I still, I mean, I still feel No, I still, bad. no, I, yes. Yeah, a mother and her, she, this is genuine, she's genuinely upset uh, that she's not coked up there, like she's just. Unhealed. This is actually the first time I saw it, one of the most sad scenes to me in the film as well. Oh, yeah. Was, even, I mean, I know, like, yeah, the depressing, like, yeah, just that, that's like, a good word for it. Just, like, the lows. The lows in this movie are low. 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 <laughs> like, incredibly. Uh. I, it is a little weird that, like, it didn't need, it doesn't need to be the same guy from the high school class. It could have been somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I, a- I understand what it means. I get it. For me, I, like, I'll be honest with you, like, when porn things do this, I, I never assume it's real. Like, I think it would be really dangerous to get somebody off the street. Yes, which is, that's, yeah, that's, and that's uh, clearly backfires for them. It's not like, 
I don't even know what the, the ones that, what's the Bang Bros, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like still a thing? I mean, I'm not expecting you to actually know an answer, but like. I, to, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so dirt. This is, this part of the movie always confused me a little bit, and I'm not expecting you to have the answers. So obviously, I, I know, so, so I, <laughs> uh, so I, I never noticed it was like that Jesus. Oh, that Jesus in the background. background. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I know Dirk needs money. So then it's like, we're, this is not an age of the internet and cell phones. So like, I'm assuming then that's a spot someone knows that they can go. Cause that wasn't like just like a route, like, you know, like you pick up a prostitute on like a street. That was like, he pulled into the side. So it must be like a known area. And I, th- and he does start to watch Dirk jerking off. And he seems into it. But then he, then he's, but he's in on it though then, right? For the guys that come in. This, and the there are actually stories of this happening quite often. Like gay bashers. I, and I understand that they're gay, but like, so what, do you think, like, is like, he just, like, acting like he's into it? I, I mean, you, I mean, we can, like, fanfic it and yeah, figure it out. Sure. I kind of think that, like, he probably doesn't hate it. He probably, yeah. like, likes it. And then, you know, he's, like, he's, like, fighting it. Yeah. Know? Like, but that was actually, I don't want to, I don't want to say it was, like, super common, but it was, like, too common. Like, that shouldn't happen anywhere, you know? No, yeah. But, well, it's just, I mean, this is over 30 years ago now. A lot, a yeah. lot has changed. And I think I read, like, P.T. Anderson, like, t- like, took stories like this from news clippings. Because well, he based it on an actual porn actor. Yes. Well, he was just where he grew up. He grew up, like, in, like, the area that it takes place and was familiar uh, with the industry. And so... He was just always interested by it. Well, what's the... They did a podcast on it recently, what these murder... The, our Molina scene later is, like, based on. Oh, really? It's, it's based on a true... Yeah. A house like that, like, almost exactly to the Molina thing, was found, like, like that. Oh. Wonderland Murders. Wonderland Murders. Yeah, if okay. if you're into, like, obviously you're into Boogie Nights, you're into the Molina thing, you should read about this, like, unsolved murder. You know how the True Crime podcast yeah, is yeah, huge? Yeah. I go to C-S-U-N. Ugh, Roller Girl with, like, I know that's not a perm, I don't know what that's called. It's a crimped. Yeah. It might be... Your name's Brandy. I forgot that they say her name. Brandy, you're a fine, you're a fine girl. <laughs> John Holmes is the actor it's based on. And he, at one point, was thought to possibly be connected to those murders. Okay. I know that name. He's but, an actor. He's a porn actor. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. who it's based, that's who Dirk Dealer yeah. is based on. But, like, that's... So this is not the actual story of John Holmes or the Wonderland murders. He just took inspiration from, like, related things. Which is, like, I, I always find, like, you can make... Some some of the better films, like, come from that. Yeah, rather yeah. than a straight adaptation. Yeah. Ugh. I think this guy's, like, wearing tidy whitey or something. <laughs> 
It's just it's like this, this is not like sexy to me. I, I know it's we're supposed to be thinking that and like not shot that way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> the Wonderland Murders podcast is called The Wonderland Murders by Hollywood and Crime. Hmm. It took place in 81. Yeah, so that guy's definitely into seeing Dirk do Because he, why did he wait this long, is what I would say. Yeah, that's my whole, that's why I was always like a little, cause then I, I thought, I thought it was just gonna like, those guys were gonna pull up and beat up both of them. Yeah. But maybe PD Anderson was, was trying to show that this guy is like, yeah, fight, is yeah, gay yeah. Or, like and fighting it, you know. It's yeah. it's at a time when it's obviously less accepted. Uh. I also being like this guy's a dick, obviously, but I wouldn't yeah. just get in a car and have sex with somebody. You know? Yeah. Like, even oh a, no! Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say he doesn't deserve what he gets. No, I think he deserves what he gets, but. Oh, I mean, Jack almost kills him, so. Okay, like a, maybe not. <laughs> and then she stomps on him. But you shouldn't be like, oh, it's not cool to leave me with a heart on. No, no, you no. Know, like, yeah. like, shut oh, up. Just look at the smearing of the lips. Yes. Yeah. Also, I, I, I guess I have to hand it to porn actors for being able to perform in front of the cameras like that. Whoa! See, yeah. He didn't deserve to get almost killed for that comment. No. Coke he can't dick. get it up? Oh, because of the coke. Coke, 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 dick. Uh-oh. Or maybe they waited that long because the guys were late, you know? Oh. Uh. Okay, so again, we've had Scotty J, Little Bill... The Colonel, slightly Bucky with the, with, I mean, it's, yeah. Bucky's kind of like a part one, part two. It's the bank, and then, because then his po- problems do get solved because of that bloody robbery. I think Bucky's on the upward trajectory, though. You know? And because he's found, he's found love. His is not as, you know? Yeah. His yeah. is kind of throughout, like, and then, throughout And then this is, this is... Oh, oh! Roller skate to the head. And then, so th- this is de- this is Jacks and Roller Girls. Oh, Amber Amber had hers. Yeah, Amber had hers. Amber had hers. We'll call Bucky's the bank for sure. His low point. Yeah. So all that I mean, and clearly this is horrible for Dirk. For Eddie, but um, oh, is Johnny with him? Is he his limo driver now? I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good call. But then, like Dirk, still uh, clearly then inside. Uh, oh God, I know, I know. Alfred Molina has a his character's name is great. What is it? Yeah, Dirk is. It's he's still going on that downhill yeah. spiral. Oh, what a great! Do we see tr- Hoffman again? Yeah. Oh, I think before they go out, right? Before they go out, he's at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, duh. Like, 
I'm thinking so like it the, ends at the kill. The pickup pulls out, the limo passes by, the Volvo goes into the donut shop. Yeah. LA, very, fa- very excellent donut shops in LA. That's mm, a big LA know. thing. Um, oh, a bear claw. I could go for a bear claw. This is, oh, she's pregnant. So also definitely some time has passed since the bank. He's wearing an all-white suit, which just makes the scene even more brutal. Yeah. Um, but you have to say, you know, we see what happens, and it's gruesome, but... No, then that's like what... Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy in terms of, like, the fate. Yeah. Let's see. Alfred Molina's character... Where are you, Alfred Molina? Don't skip ahead. I know, I just, I wanted to... Rahad Jackson. I love that it's Rahad Jackson. I think I also had this as my background picture for a while, too. I love Bucky. Bucky's... (laughs) Mm, It's such an unsuspecting scene. That it's eerily quiet, you know something's coming, because it's unsuspecting. As, As weird as that sounds, you know? The fact that it's Christmas time. Yeah. Very Christmas uh, film? Would you consider this a Christmas film? <laughs> That's not a Christmas film. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a Shane Black uh, you know or, or, uh. This is imagine he like that would have been the worst thing if he got shot. Well that's what I thought the first yeah. time I saw it. Yeah. Look at Oh, oh dude, what are you doing? He's even holding a gun magazine. Yeah. Is a very uniquely American problem that happens here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that he didn't even. I mean, I guess he kind of went in there where he didn't even recognize the other guy at the table. Yeah. Gun 101. A big fucking. We'll hold up a Magnum, Dirty Harry fucking style. Shoot him again, shoot him again. Oh! Oh! God. Oh! Ugh. Visceral. Just the white suit now covered in brain splatter. Oh, God. Would you get a pop toy of that? <laughs> like a Funko Pop? Yeah, a Funko Pop. Of- <laughs> Look at this, the shot. Look at the, how the blood is surrounding yeah. the bag. The blood is framing the bag. Yeah. You see the $100 bill in there. You know, multiple bills, but it's right at the top. What does the wife say when he goes back out? Like, does she... Like, well, of course she, she might react. She, well, but she, like, she might have seen that guy going in there. But then she probably would have run off, I think. And, like, so I guess she probably... She must have missed it. But I'm just like, does she, like... she? Obviously, you must trust Bucky and not think that he did it. You know what I'm yeah. just saying? Because a guy covered in blood coming out of a place. Well, you would know because, like, she knows he didn't go in with a gun. Or yeah. Anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It seemed like they have a good relationship where she would be like, it would be very out of character. For yeah, look at, there's Scotty. Yeah, okay, that, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Shirt, oh, he's too small, Scotty. Excuse me. Rod Jackson.
They're gonna do all over. I mean, I know five thousand bucks was more back then. Yeah, I think it was more like ten. But still, this is a guy who was gonna jerk off for probably twenty bucks. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And they want it because they also think that if they get enough money, they can just get the tapes and get a record. Oh record. yeah, I forgot that's like yeah, like the the, 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 the silliness, the, the silliness of at least Reed and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what Todd's gonna be doing with his share. Like probably, they, probably buy more drugs and try to sell, flip more drugs. Probably oh, but. The, the concern. He just knows. You guys should be careful. He's such a good oh. actor. This is Eddie's one dick. Mo- Great cut. Is that real drugs? No, it's, it's it's baking, fake, right? Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, but wouldn't they? Wouldn't he be able to tell right away? Well, that's what they're nervous about. The black guy in the background, the security guard, the big with the double guns, dumb, he's testing. This is a dumb plan. Yeah. Well, they want to get in and out, but then the <laughs> oh, the three of them squished in the car. There was a scene, a deleted scene, um, of him getting into an accident, and that's why the car's fucked up already. Mm, okay. I love the lights on the outside of the house and just, yeah. like, the bars. Like, you just know, you know. Like, even the way he decorates, you know. Yeah, isn't there cameras, too, or something like that? I don't know. I love his jacket. Tom Jane's. Yeah. Todd size. Jesus Christ. Fucking scary as fuck. <laughs> the big man with double guns in a barricaded house. Like, <laughs> just I wouldn't enter that house. So this scene, I uh, took an editing class in college. That's Cosmo. He's uh, a <laughs> Christian. Uh, I played this scene that like, the teacher, pro- professor, wanted us to bring in an inspiring editing scene. And so this is the scene I showed. And I love it because this is like a long scene yeah, and like I everyone was just like, like not getting frustrated because it's a great scene, but it's just like, it true. Like I was just like, yeah, that's why I'm showing it. Cause it's look at like the, I love, I love the way that this scene is, it's not like any fancy editing, but no, it's but just, cool. but the tension, yeah, it's the just tension. the per- from the music to the fucking firecracker, From to the glorious mustache of Alfred to, Molina. Yeah, to Alfred Molina just like changing the tapes and yeah. just so coked. <laughs> I always think of that episode of also then uh, Parks and Rec where it's the like Unity concert yeah. and there's the band the uh, it's like a Night Ranger cover band, but it's Ted Knight, right? Ted. Ted, oh, uh, Ted Night Ranger. No, what's his name? It's Bobby Night Ranger. Oh yeah, Bobby Night yeah. Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Knight is like is the guy from Caddyshack. Yeah, and they kind of look like him. No, Bob Knight. Bobby Knight is like the coach of Indiana yeah. basketball, That's which makes more sense for yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Bobby and, and Andy comes back on. He's like, "Well, it's great hearing Night Ranger that many, or I'm sorry, uh, Sister Christian that many times in a row." <laughs> <laughs> And of course, I always say this and you get mad. This, the movie I think of more using that song is Superstar. 
No. Is the uh, the Molly Shannon like yeah like a to go back to Will Ferrell? Yeah, true. Early Will Ferrell. What year was that movie? I don't know. That's a good question. It might be. It's like right around the same time. Might be ninety eight. Might be ninety seven. Might be ninety six. I don't you, know. You have it open. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, super. The black guy has a gun in his jacket, Todd. <laughs> John C. Riley is the best at jumping around this, this whole scene. 1999, so this used it first. I mean, I'm certain there's other yeah, movies. Again, this, this is more iconic yeah. in reality than that, but. No, cause sometimes I, like, I'll watch a movie and I'm like, how do you, like, what I always use as an example, like, you can use, a song again when it's been used in a memorable scene. Like, I just always, since I'm really into film, I'm assuming anyone that is a professional filmmaker is just into, is, is into film just as much as but I And you have to, it's easy, we have easy access to films now. Before, they didn't. Yes. You know. But, so, easy access to film, and if you're into films, you'll know, like, if a song is even used clips, in a... Even clips, even clips we can get clips yeah, like that. Yeah, is used in a famous scene. And you can, well, and you can also search on IMDb, and yeah, you can see right. how many, when a song has been used in what movies. But, um... Uh, like, Flight of the Valkyries, Apocalypse Now, yeah. and then other famously used in the, once the Germans start chasing the Blues Brothers. Fair, yeah. Co- totally, even though those are like, actually not that spread apart in like years, I think like Apocalypse Now is what, yeah. like 77 and Blues Brothers is 81 but again, that's or something like that. The- They're so different, cause comedic versus like- And that's like, such like a- Iconic old fashioned song. You know? Yes. Okay, but so like, on my podcast, um, we just did a film with our mutual friend Chris Carroll called Airborne. Yeah. And in that film, there is a dressing montage scene to I'm Too Sexy to My Shirt. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Insano Man. Yeah. Probably around the same year, same time, almost the same thing. That's the case of like when songs like. Yeah, like the Macarena. Not saying that was used in movies, but like a song got like too popular yeah. that it was in stuff a lot. What's um? Well, even even uh, I was because I watched like Anchorman again recently, and that they they used it. Uh, you know, they sing Afternoon, Afternoon Delight. Delight, and then it's used in uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, it, with the that, Will Ferrell scene that got like. <laughs> and then, of course, on the bit one, of the biggest one in like it had like a revival. I'll, I'll, recent years, I do some air quotes to it. Is the "Don't Stop Believing"? Yeah, it's so true. much. You yeah. get like revivals of yeah. songs. Fucking crack, smoking crack. Cosmo, <laughs> little Asian boy. And then you get Jesse's. Is wearing a Bruce Springsteen shirt? Cosmo, I think he is. Yeah, oh, a cut off Bruce Springsteen <laughs> shirt. Awesome mixtape. One or whatever it was. I love Rick Springfield. He said is a buddy of him. Yeah. Just see this girl. It's what? awesome to get a really good actor for a one scene thing. Yeah. Well, it's such a meaty scene. Yeah. That then you also you, you look at look at because you actually look you actually, at this yeah. is the descent. This is like. Dante's Inferno. <laughs> he is now in the, the Inferno. The, the like, ninth layer of hell. Yeah, exactly. Look at, look at his face. What expression is that? That's just lost, right? Like that's again this lingering like, shot. Yeah. And then, and then the realize, re- like, where and am I? then the realization. Yeah. Where am I? How far have I gone? Yeah. 
and just like inaudible read. They don't even give subtitles where it reads saying because it's yeah. that you know. And he, yeah, and then he yeah, his his conscience reigns true. He just got here. <laughs> There's a safe. Uh, was that always the plan? No, right. Well, Tom Jane. Yeah, but like, okay. I yeah. <laughs> I love I love Alfred Molina's reaction. And no not Chauncey Rally apologizing right? yeah. like Are you kidding? Kidding. kidding. Oh, what's in the safe? It's almost yeah, snakes no. in a plane. I was thinking of that, or like a. It's just very like. Oh, ah! Jesus! Yeah, the double gun firing at them. Oh, it's a big guy to take down. There's a lot of bullets. Run the pen. Tom Jane killing it. Killing it. Yeah. He's just, ah, oh, I know he's had a lot of issues in his personal life with, um, uh, addiction. How oh, has he? Yeah, uh, particularly alcohol. Um, I mean, he had that show hung. Yeah. You no, like, that, yeah. You liked him in the the baseball movie, uh, sixty one. Sixty one. Yeah, he's a great. He was a great Mickey Mantle. And poor Todd dies. Big shotgun to the stomach. Will. Uh... Oof. But again, oh god. Kitties, puppies. He likes yeah. his animal. Ooh, how did that not hit him? Right, he was like his. Yeah. I I know it's. I don't know how like. Oof. And then Reed just runs off. And again, this was also... I don't know if they shot it, but... Because you start to hear... Cop sirens. I wonder if the subtitles ever say anything. I love, like, the kind of Middle Eastern music playing right Yeah. Okay, so you never really, they never recognize it. There was a version where you start, like, to see, like, the cop lights and, like, a helicopter light coming onto the house. Oh, really? Yeah. Ugh, complete. I wonder if those cars actually had that. An excessive. (laughs) An extreme metaphor right there. Low fuel. Yeah. Just, like, you're running on fumes, kid. You know, you're out. Uh, His favorite thing in the whole world he's now pushing. God damn it, this movie just, is perfect. He should have sold the car. If, okay, I'm not advocating that because that record would never have gotten picked up. But he should have, like, sold the car if he really wanted the money. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... It just shows his immaturity, honestly. Yeah. Big time. So you can uh, look at the shirt. Like... 
When I first saw this film, I thought he was back home, like his real home. Oh. You know? Yeah. And I think they're trying to, like, play that a little bit in terms of... Because that would generally happen in a movie, you know? The mom was yeah. right all along kind well, of thing. Yeah, but, but then this is... But that's this... why it's great. It shows that this is his home. Yeah. I love... Okay, when do they... Jack, please help me. Let's see how long they stay on this until they go to Jack. They move. The camera moves behind him. You know what I like too? That he didn't come with, with uh, Reed. Reed, yeah, or even Scotty, because Scotty could have probably let him back in. Yeah. Look at how. Look at this is all right. We're talking about this since it was brought up in the movie blocking. Look at the block, like, in the doorway, he walks in still Jack and the framing of just, like, that blue. It's a very blue scene. It's a cold scene. Not to get all technical towards the end of this episode. (laughs) But, like, but I just love the push and just, like, still, like, the domineering of, you know, Jack. (laughs) And then he goes in for the embrace. And we still have not seen Jack's face. There we go. And he's uh, got, and now he's with mom. People like, are getting in the roles they kind of wanted to have in yeah. his family. Mom and dad, yeah. Like he literally looks like a child. Yeah, and then Jack comes and brings water, like dad'll do. <laughs> She's calling him, baby. It's weird that she's like, there's like a pleasure in this for her. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, and this is great. This is the thing. Right, God only knows starts. Yeah. Ba-doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. Boom. So, better used in Love Actually or Boogie Nights? <laughs> There's cue cards. <laughs> yeah, I know. That might be one of the most top ten most overused songs in movies. God only knows. Yeah. I, I, I've done at least two movies already on my podcast that have featured it. Yeah. This is so good. Saved. This is a great use of it. Well, it's a great song for this kind of thing. Oh, right? f- poor Colonel. I forgot that they cut back to Yeah. Him. So Colonel never gets out of... Uh, we don't know about never, but but well in the story, yeah. <laughs> Even the payoff for uh, Elise Guzman, yeah. But they spell Rodriguez wrong. Yeah, I should be offended. Yeah, you should. Are those his brothers? Yeah. Nice. That's supposed to be a We need to screen cap that. Yeah. (laughs) The magic. (laughs) (laughs) He's so skinny. Yeah. (laughs) Does he have a mustache? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
No. Wait. Oh, the sword's... He doesn't. Oh. Yeah. It looked like that yeah. lighting. It... it was a lighting. <laughs> Naughty. I, I forgot that it's an adult-oriented yeah. magic show. Oh, beautiful moment. <laughs> and then Scotty. <laughs> Scotty's moved up to operator. For at least for this home movies. Yeah, yeah. Ricky Ricky Jay was just like, no, I'm not. Well, maybe he replaced uh, what's his name? Little Bill. Yeah, maybe. I like to think everyone got promoted. Some Philip Seymour Hoffman legs right there. I can tell. I know when I see his legs. <laughs> you know the Hoffman legs. Yeah. Short shorts and a polo. It's a bit more 80s. You know, like yeah. the khaki shorts and polo. <laughs> this boy can cooking. <laughs> I love the way Jack... I, I've mimicked this just for my own enjoyment sometimes when just, like, walking through. I just... I like... Walkman, by the way, like, a th- yeah. the times. But I just love... He's just like, everything, this is my house. Like, <laughs> if you bought this house, you could have done that. I know. What a... J- someday. I'll build a house just like it. <laughs> Uncle Jack... I would have thought they'd be more removed from the, um, them at this point, you know, because they have their own business and stuff. Yeah, but but I guess they're just their friends, you know. Just at a party, and if yeah, they're just this is this isn't a party party. This is just like a little family. Yeah, you know. True. They, I, don't bring that baby to a party. <laughs> yeah, they're not like a party at the beginning of the film of the technicals. Yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> also, he's also he's putting he's got in the afro, yeah, the pick, <laughs> the, the pick. He's also putting in his stereo system, yeah, metal, yeah. Uh, that's a great. Would picture. you take that photo? Yes, I mean that picture. Uh, even Roller Girl lives in the house. Oh, even the the different hairstyle for Amber, yeah. The bangs. She looks... I'm not a big fan of bangs. She looks good with bangs. <laughs> we slowly learn what you like in people. <laughs> in women, specifically. Not like, but prefer. <laughs> <laughs> she has a face that, like, it frames it nice. And we see that there's still love between them. Yeah. Their relationship isn't explored that much. No, it isn't, but in the fact that it's not explored much, I think we're supposed to pretty much take it as, like, the face value we see in it, that they are pretty... It's not like we see Jack with other women, but no, I think that no, he's... No, but we also don't see them being very affectionate with each other in a lot of scenes, you know? That's true, but even right there, you know, he's... Just there, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, he's in his Miami Vice Miami Vice. <laughs> 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 Practicing the lines, we reading the sides, yes. as we learned a while ago. What those are called. <laughs> oh man, I love it. He's back in a good place. He even looks healthier, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, I guess they did a really good job, like, makeup-wise and hair, like, you know, all that. Did a very good job of the uh, depraved, the the drugged out. I guess it's definitely more about drugs than alcohol in this movie. Brocklanders. He's back. What year is the? Is this still supposed to be like? It's supposed to be like eighty three. I don't know. It's a very loose timeline. Where the fuck is Ringo? (laughs) Hey Kyle. Is this your favorite part? Yeah. (laughs) All movie long. Yeah, that was. Oh God. It's a donkey dick. I am a star. I am a star. Now, I I mentioned this while we were uh, recording the first time, I mean, when we did the episode, that at the MTV Movie Awards that year, Uh they had a a penis except the award for Best Special Effects, a penis and a top hat. (laughs) It was not received very well. (laughs) Does a little karate... So we didn't see Scott. Oh, I guess we don't. Well, Scotty at the house, but we oh. saw him do, the movie, so the de- uh, delivering, and then into some uh, "It's Magic" by ELO. We're we're both ELO fans. Yeah, ELO is great. So that was uh, our first rewatch, a long one. So thank you for yeah. staying with us. So next month, and we're going to open the voting up right away. Yes. Well, maybe in a couple days. I don't know. We're going to do, I said we want to do a romantic film, but what romantic comedies does Philip Seymour Hoffman have? There's one I remember, clearly. Along Came Polly. Along Came Polly, and that one's definitely on the list. Yeah. The other one I was thinking, like, maybe Jack Goes Boating? Uh, Cold Mountain. But that's Cold Mountain. No, uh, it's, a, it's romance. It is, a, it's a, ro- it's, it's an, an epic, epic romance. romance. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do Along Came Polly versus Cold, Cold Mountain. Mountain. <laughs> Depends on what kind of Valentine's Day you want to have. The other one I was thinking is Next Stop Wonderland, but he's not in that a lot. Love Liza. I mean, I'm sorry, not uh, Love Liza. No, I'm sorry, not Love Liza. No. no, 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 I'm sorry. Not, um, wait, what did you just say? Jacko's before? Boating. Yeah, Jacko's Boating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me just quick... Oops, quick know. glance. Quick glance. Yeah, just a quick glance. While Kyle's looking that up, I have to mention this, of course. You can find us on the Cage Club Podcast Network with so many other great shows, like Foodie Films, Kyle's show. It's okay. And- and like high school slumber party my show wait quick story quick story oh punch drunk love punch drunk love you want to pick that let's do that then because there's love in the title punch drunk love or along came came polly okay so but are we gonna have back-to-back pt anderson i don't know the hall fans will say yeah um a couple other notes let us know what you think about these p.s i still love hoffman's comment on our facebook page on our Twitter, which I've been more active on, or we've been more active on, on our Instagram page. We used to just be pure Facebook guys. Twister's a love movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> now we're on all three. Interact with us. Tell a friend. One of the best things you can do for us, though, 
is write us a review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get this yes, podcast. Yes, please. That just helps us, uh, you know. We, we feel like we're Dirk Diggler level stars, and we want you to give us five <laughs> Big stars. Big star. Yeah. <laughs> I promise nothing's hanging out of my pants right now. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I can attest to that. Nothing is hanging out of Kyle's pants. <laughs> but definitely write a review there. Ooh, I like when the uh, actors, it says, like, with their character's name next to them. Yeah, this part it's is a, called the credits. It's at the end of it. Yeah, but that doesn't film. always happen. It's it's blank is blank. No. <laughs> like played Johnny Doe. I even like that's fra- played. Yeah, played. That's played. unique. That's unique. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add about Boogie Nights or, or this film or about? Uh, dedicated to Robert Ridgely. So you can again vote for what movie we're going to watch next month, February 1st. And you log on to our Facebook. And our Twitter to do that. Yes. And I'll always be posting and updating there. Or we will. Instagram's not so good with the poll stuff and the link stuff. No. But we'll, we'll definitely post reminders there. So you, you want to uh, follow us everywhere there. And you want to vote. So, Kyle, I know you like both those movies, so you wouldn't be disappointed. But I think you're in the mood to see Along Came Polly. Uh, well, just for the fact that we all have two P.T. Anderson movies back-to-back. So, so, so you, you have a little bit of a dog in the fight here. Yeah. <laughs> but, guys, it's up to you. We will honor whatever you vote for. Yeah, so just thanks for uh, tuning in to the inaugural episode of P.S. I Still Love Hoffman and hope you enjoyed our commentary. And, you know, Brian and I are big we, – we, we love DVD commentary, so this is just – this is fun for us. Yeah, so. and if you didn't like it this time, we'll get better, trust me. This was our, our yeah. first shot at it. I think we did a pretty good job. Are we stars? As the carnival music plays behind us. <laughs> but – that was Boogie Nights, one of my favorite films of all time. So, uh, so Kyle, are you ready? Uh, ready to finally again bring back the closing line? Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, happy New Year and stay uncool. Yeah. Have a happy, happy 2019 and stay uncool this 2019. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>